Good afternoon and welcome to the Keeg Live, the show where we talk about a new geek topic every geek week. I'm your host, Dimitri Pereira, and today we are going to be talking about the whole Jurassic Park franchise and trying to fit it within the confines of this show and the time that we have. Um, I think there's a yoga group that comes into this channel uh, at five, uh, so we're going to do our best uh, to clear out before they come in. Uh, they're subleasing the property. Uh, I can't do it alone. Never have, never will. So I'm going to introduce to you guys my two guests, as long as they can hear me and people out there can hear me. Uh, yeah, it'll all work out. Uh, he's been on the show before. Uh, you may recognize him from such episodes as uh, the Keeg uh, Live episode one. Uh, you may recognize him from uh, other Keeg things. We got comedian... Ricky Prieto. Ricky, how you doing out there? I'm good. I'm good on this hot, hot day. I uh, I like how right when I asked you how you're doing, that you took a sip right then and there. Like, you could have done that right before. When you said comedian, and I thought, well, I'm out of it. And so I drank it. And you, you got me. I got you. I got you. <laughs> um, thanks, for, uh, thanks for coming back to talk about Jurassic Park. Um, I feel like our age group, uh, Jurassic Park's a big thing. I don't know if kids like yeah. Jurassic Park as much as adults do, but uh, we'll yeah. talk about it. I feel like, yeah, yeah. Well, sure. Dinosaurs are a product of the <laughs> 90s, you know? Well, uh, I mean, that, that, that's the argument behind the new movies, and I right. call it a wrong argument. But Okay, okay. that's fair. Uh, whose voice are we hearing right now? Uh, first time guest, but long time Jurassic Park enthusiast. We got Hunter M. Altman. Hunter, Hello. how you doing, I, man? I'm well. Uh, so I've been uh, a Jurassic Park fan since I was fucking six years old. And I've been on a recent deep dive, so I'm going to get nerdy. But I'm also going to get sexy. And I'm okay. so excited to be here. Um and I'm so pissed off that I missed the opportunity to do this as soon as you called my name. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. All right. I'm glad that we got that in. <laughs> Look, I got I got pop tarts. I got pop tarts for myself. Uh, whenever we do, I got there we go. As long as we're all fully stocked here, like uh, I'm t I'm taking some classes right now, and I'm always eating during class. But what I do. You'll see me here, I'll be nodding, and then I'll go like this. Okay, I'm, okay, yeah, you know what I mean? So, we all, we all do what we gotta do. I do not want a teacher telling me don't eat in class anymore. Like, I, I don't want that. I don't want that, because uh, I need to eat, a boy's gotta eat, and also, I'm in my own damn room. Like, leave me alone. You know, even when I would I could, go to class, I always just I always have my fast food in my backpack. But like, yeah, inside so my backpack, I just reach in and like listen and then grab like fries. Or, like, You're the one ruining yeah. it for all of us. You know that, right? Yeah. I, know. No, I feel like that's cooking in the back of the class. <laughs> I feel like that's one step away from like bringing a George Foreman grill to class and starting <laughs> to like make your own burgers and just like grilling up, you know, um, I want to flip this the exact opposite way. Yesterday, I peed in public twice. It's the opposite. It's the exact opposite. <laughs> what? Peeing in public twice? 
peeing in public versus uh-huh. eating in class in your home. Like, right. I haven't peed in public in six and a half months, but I, I've, we've talked about this earlier. I had a root canal, so I had to pee in you know, the office because I was there for a while. Yeah. And it, and it was like, oh, wow, this is a terrifying, like, weird okay. experience. That's okay. the opposite of what you're bringing up, but it felt yeah. so exactly what you're bringing yeah. up. When you say peeing in public, you mean peeing in a public place or peeing in front of people? Oh, just peeing in a public restroom. Oh, okay. Okay. (laughs) Okay, because when when you said peeing in public, when you're at the doctor's office, that just means like peeing up against a wall or something? Like going out of the doctor's? You can't use the restroom. Yeah. Yeah, you got to get... (laughs) No. (laughs) Um... Luckily, luckily, we're not talking about public peeing today on the show. We're talking about the whole Jurassic Park franchise from start to finish. Uh, and I use the word finish very loosely uh, because it still is kids. Uh, it's the gift that keeps on giving. Am I right? It's continuing as of two weeks ago. Uh, <laughs> yes. Uh, yes. And so we're going to be talking about Jurassic Park. We're going to be talking about the Lost World Jurassic Park, which was also a weird titling it had the subtitle as the first title and the title. You know what I mean? It was weird. The Lost World colon Jurassic Park is a weird title for me. Well, well Jurassic- you, know, you know why, of course, because there's the Be- classic film, The Lost World. Right. You want to evoke the classic. Okay, you way, think that's... Was that the reason? I, I don't think Steven Spielberg I don't think likes, it would be. I don't think he hmm. likes... The second movie, so I think he was trying to do everything he can to make him like it more. Okay, I, and and so I think for him to say, oh, I don't want to fucking do another Jurassic Park movie, but I'll do a Lost World movie. I think that's huh, maybe yeah. that seeing that on the title page maybe got yeah. there. I remember, I remember as a kid there on Channel Five there was a Lost World yes. uh, reboot series. And it confused me as a kid because I'm like, oh, I want some Jurassic Park. And I checked it out and I'm like, I don't know what this is. It was Terra Nova, right? Kind of. I mean, well, no, Terra Nova was like that, but that was way later. But I'm talking about there was like this Canadian or New Zealand based Lost World series, not based on Jurassic Park. like okay. Babylon Five or whatever. Yeah, whatever yeah. Oh, it was based yeah. off the original yes, yeah. dra- uh, original Lost World. Lost it was World. like in in the Xena realm of it, right? Yes. Yeah. 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 Yes. Yeah. Um, but uh, oh, uh, sorry. I got to continue listing. I got to. So we got <laughs> Jurassic Park Three, right? Yes. Uh, yeah. Then it goes for a long time without a Jurassic Park movie. Then we got Jurassic World. Then we but got not Jurassic without attempts. Including a lot of deaths on the lo- on the way there. Wait, on what? Between how so? so? Okay, uh, while while you're doing this chronological list, because I think this time matters. Yeah, 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 they yeah. Were, Go for it. They were planning Jurassic Park four before Jurassic Park three came out in two thousand one. Oh. Okay, they got multiple drafts from multiple award winning screenwriters, including John Sayles and yeah. the, uh, the writer of The Departed. Yeah, they Spielberg said no. <laughs> They tried again. It collapsed. Michael Crichton and Stan Winston both died back to back. So they okay. took a break. Then, yeah. uh, what's that fucking guy's name? He writes a lot of comics. It's like Petrovich or something, that writer. He worked mm. on the script for two years. 
Okay. And then the Planet of the Apes writers came in. They wrote a script for two years. It okay. was Spielberg finally liked it. And then they hired Colin Trevorrow to come in and direct it. And he threw the script away. Oh. That is the 15 years between Jurassic Park 3 and Jurassic Park 4. And I think there's there's meat there that might. Yeah. Oh. Um, I, I, I mean, I'm saving it for a little bit later. Yes. But I would love to get into, uh, I mean, uh, sorry, let me. What is going on here? Stop watching um, Jurassic Park. Uh, I'm watching. I'm I'm watching uh, Jurassic uh, Pork, the triple X porn parody. So oh, oh, um, no. it's on the side right here. Uh, okay. No. Uh, uh, so okay. So listing it all. Ugh, there's so many thoughts. There's so many thoughts yes. that I have about this. So listing it all. Uh, okay. So then we get into to Jurassic World. Then we get into yes. Jurassic World: Fallen Kingdom. Yes. Then there's a short film. Uh, I sent the link to you guys. I hope you guys yes. watch it. Battle yeah. at Big Rock, which, again, I thought it was cool, but we'll, we'll go over that. Then they're coming out with Jurassic World Dominion. But before they did, actually, sorry, just came out, was Camp Cretaceous on Netflix. Yeah. So we're going to be talking about all that and more uh, on this. So uh, I hope and you guys... Timeline time isn't always clear, especially in the second half, by the way. Oh really? Like how long it's been since the first? Like since like each movie chronologically? Well, uh, I mean, I again, I'm just dropping in, you know, breadcrumbs. But yeah, yeah, Gordon yeah. Krantz and Gildenstern Saurus are dead. Was right with Camp Cretaceous. Cool, yeah, such a cool approach yeah. to the, that whole thing. I, I really, yeah. I really like that. Oh, but so as oh, a result, we are Camp gonna. Cretaceous, Cam Cretaceous moves in and around some of the later games. Yeah, 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 yeah. So we're we're there's definitely going to be spoilers for anyone who has not seen these things, and hopefully we'll preface each discussion with oh what we're talking about. Uh, but you know, if you guys haven't watched it, uh, I guess watch it right now. You got two hours to watch everything. I don't know. Anyway, moving on. You can do it. Uh, I want to know what your guys's first experiences with Jurassic Park was because Jurassic Park is such a product of the '90s but in the best way possible. Like, I would say it, like, cr like it kicked off that 90s. What, it, what it, was it, 92, 93? Uh, 93. 93. Um, and, like, it definitely, like, kicked off a lot. And so, um, uh, I don't know. What were you guys' uh, first experiences with Jurassic Park? Um, well, when it came out on VHS, we bought it at, like, a Blockbuster Music or maybe even just Blockbuster. Um, yeah. And I remember going home to watch it and being really scared shitless because I thought, like, the T-Rex scene was a lot, especially for, like, a, I was three. Um, and I would always skip that scene. Like, I never, I didn't see that scene for, like, maybe a few months up to, like, a year yeah. after I watched the whole movie through. And then, like, which T-Rex like, scene that was always on. The first one, the when right when the do the flashlight and it comes out of the, of the game. Oh, in the car when they're in the it's Jeep? A, yeah, the very first time you see it, just yeah. fuck everything up. Um, yeah. Yeah, I remember being scared. And then, I don't know, I watched it with my cousins and they were making fun of me. So I just stayed and watched it. And I was like, well, it's not that bad. And now I get why the car's in the tree. Like, everything <laughs> makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> but, but yeah, then after that, like, everything used that scene. Like, everything was, like, making fun of those scenes. Like, in movies, cartoons. Wayne's World 2 had the scene where they're lost. And they, like, Wayne has, like, the flashlight in the window. And the T Rex's eye like shrinks and like 
yeah, it's always been like canon. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hunter. I still don't know. I still don't know how they fell in that tree. <laughs> right? I watched this movie out of nowhere. more than any people in the world. I've watched YouTube fucking tutorials of how the maps work, of how those fucking like trees work, of where the tree could have been that would have fallen over and made sense. I still don't understand that. Is it not and on like a mountainside? Is it? It's was the, it like? What's the problem here? It's a weird well, he curvy just... thing, but it doesn't. The maps match up on a production design scale, but like the locations they shot don't really match up so like if it was yeah. curvy you know you'd have more of that curve down but at the bottom when the tree hits down the tree just falls it's down just like and a it's cliff. a very yeah it's a flat area. i thought i mean i'm confused it, now it, it, well exactly look, again to me that's of in a in a in a film that i adore and i look up to and yeah i'm i'm also very much the type of person who can criticize things that i love like yeah, I'm 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 the fucking you know guy who yells at his favorite baseball team from an NFL. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really annoying. Um, that scene to me spatially doesn't work. The rest okay. of that scene, oh no, that that part of that sequence spatially yeah. doesn't work. The rest of it does. Um, but I I just think that's so interesting that you brought up that you understood that as a child implicitly because as an adult I don't, and that's. Movie dream logic, right? Yeah, that's what that is. Um, so I I saw it for the first time when I was uh, five, uh, or I think I was five because it would have been before my sixth birthday. I yeah. don't have too much explicit memories. I remember it was at the Comac movie theater on Long Island. Not explicit memories beyond loving it. More memories of like the behind the scenes books and the toys and all that. But then the memory I have that like has really embedded itself back in my head uh, in the last few months was when I saw it at uh, the dollar or the $2 movie theater, you know, maybe a year later, maybe six months later, whenever it was, because that movie didn't come out on VHS for 18 months. And yeah. so I saw it in the $2 theater and, you know, in, like those cheap janky theaters that we used to have more of before they took everything down and it was all multiplexes. Yeah. You usually like you walk out through like the alley up at the front of the theater so that they can let the next crow in. And in in walking out of that alley, that was like the first cinematic moment in my brain. Cause it just it was like I remember saying to my dad, Hey, this reminds me of that scene, like, you know, when with uh with the Dennis Nedry guy. Yeah, with with okay. the Dilophosaurus, because it had like yeah. you know the chain link fence vibes and like the feeling of it had just rained, but it wasn't raining right now. And so yeah. I walked from the movie into the movie. And so okay. that was pretty fucking cool. That's interesting. Uh you guys ever get you guys ever like after a movie like really hits you with whatever energy it is, you feel that energy? Like after like I, I, I'm gonna be honest. Like after like a Fast and the Furious movie, I'm like driving home from the movie theaters, and I'm like, oh yeah, oh yeah, putting into high gear. And like I don't, I have an automatic. I have an automatic. So for me, it's like my hand goes just on the stick shift, but it's not like a clutch or anything. It's just like, oh yeah, boom. You go and you so downhill and you go back. To <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, I, I I don't risk it on my car. I would I would hate to like turn it in like while I'm speeding on the freeway, turn it into reverse. Nope, I uh, you know blow everything up. Um, but like Here's or like, I do. yeah. 
I watch the fast movies at the fucking drive-in, and I have okay. since seven. Yeah. <laughs> I sit in my car, and I watch the Fast and Furious movies, and then I fucking drive home 45 minutes at fucking 1 a.m., and it is perfect. Uh, somebody, somebody did a study to see if there were more speeding tickets given on the weekend of a Fast and the Furious release, and it's true. People speed after watching that movie. And it's this weird statistic. I, I always yeah. take the longer way home just so I could speed. Like, just like, get myself that, like, chance. See, yeah. I just, I just want to get home and be with my family. <laughs> I've been saying this on the show. I've been saying this on the show. Fast and the Furious needs to do a cross-promotion with Olive Garden. Because it's all about family, you know? And so, like, that's perfect cross-promotion material, and they never jumped on it. And then they can just jump right into the gas station sector, because then you have olive oil, then you have diesel, (laughs) then you have rocks, which we can pound down into fossil fuels, which brings us right back to... Jurassic Park. Jurassic Park. (laughs) There we go. There we go. Uh, My first experience with Jurassic Park... um, my dad came home from work with the VHS. So it would have been, you know, that after that 18 months after the movie came out, I had never heard of it because I'm also like five at the time, right? And so, like, my parents... Okay, so little just side story. My parents growing up, we never watched uh, movies in theaters. Like, it's, it was really rare we would see a movie in theaters uh, because it's so expensive to take a family of four. Um, especially like my sister is four years younger than us. So like, also if I'm five and she's one, we, we didn't have a babysitter. So it's like, what are we going to do? Yeah. So, uh, I we, obviously didn't see the movie in theaters. Her. That's what we do. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, Ricky, Ricky's met my sister. So it's like, uh, yeah. Ricky can say whatever he wants. Um, so, uh, uh what was I saying? Oh, we I never used to watch nice movie things. theaters. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, Hunter, you're only allowed to say nice things. Ricky can give actual constructive criticism to her. She might be watching the show right now, so I don't even know. Uh, anyway, the she's point the being best, is... She's the best show watcher you have. I mean, she does show up a lot. It's always cool. Anyway, the point being is, um, we never used to watch movies in movie theaters, and my parents were really strict about scary movies, PG-13 movies. They were like, oh, you can only watch PG-13 movies when you're 13. Like, that was, like, their rule. But for some reason, they brought, he, my dad brought Jurassic Park. And when I remember as a kid, I just assumed it was a PG movie. Because I wasn't allowed to see PG-13 movies, you know? And I just assumed it was a, it was a PG movie because I wasn't allowed to watch PG-13 movies. So I watched it, and I wasn't scared at all. Like, it was cool. Like, it was very fascinating to me, and I loved the movie from start to finish, but it was not a scary movie because I thought it wasn't supposed to be a scary movie. Did, did you think, okay, when you were watching it when you were younger, because I always had that same fucking, like, thought. Like, I was closer to Timmy's age, so, like, would I be able to fucking survive this? Like, would I have that, like, common sense to, like, run through it? Yeah. I yeah, like, it was PG-13, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh. but my dad didn't tell me that because that would have opened up too many doors of, like, 
I could watch any PG thirteen movie now, right? Yeah, and they're, but, yeah, they're like for me, Jurassic Park, like at at six, like it was it it was a horror movie, and I still do see it through the lens of horror, but I also um, I see a lot through the lens of horror. I uh, moved out here to uh, uh, be a, a horror filmmaker and accidentally okay. found uh, comedy. Because yeah. getting notes uh, sucks. Um, right. So and... of course, of course, you know Eric yes. Wargo and stuff because it's like, yes. yeah, okay. Um, but uh, no, I, um, I, I was six and I saw it as scary because it was it was it was scary, but also like it was playing with tension and fear. Yeah, in in that in that really interesting way, where like, you know, a, a, the the question I hate hearing the most is, "All right, what's the definition of a horror movie, or what's the definition of like a thriller?" Because yeah. I I don't think any fucking full movie is that because you need a moment to like light tension, you need a moment of excitement, yeah. you, need to, you need to balance it. Every film, even the chastest film, is a roller coaster. Yeah, and so for me, Jurassic Park. Maybe it's not a gonna be on fucking horror, you know, in the slot. But I think Jurassic Park is a movie that uses the tools of horror cinema. Fucking even the sound, yeah, yeah, like that. Like that I, metal. If you clang. watch it on mute, yeah. The metal clang when the T Rex stands on the car, and you don't know where it's coming from until you realize, no, he's just biting at things, or she's just biting at things. Yeah, like that is. Or, um, oh, yeah. Sorry. Even when Malcolm, when Malcolm is in the car with Settler and and the other guy, and he's just like you hear like the the score just building, and then it's like the doo -doo 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 -doo, like it just gets faster and higher pitched, and then out of nowhere he's like, "Come on, come on, we gotta go, we gotta go!" And it's like, "What the yeah. fuck's gonna happen?" Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then even watching it now, you're still like fucking stuck on it. And yeah, you you, you want to jump right from there? That that scene we were talking about when when they're fucking getting attacked by the cars. That's I think twenty straight music of uh, tw twenty straight minutes of no music, followed by that scene. Such intense music, you put those two fucking back to back or ten minutes apart. <laughs> now, now you're getting the fear, the tension. The, like it's it, Jurassic Park to me is just such a well crafted film, and that includes comedy. There are so many great comic lines. There's so many great scares. There's so many warm up moments. Like I'm, I'm, I'm a big supporter of this film. Yeah, and 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 I won't say that about all the other films. Right. Yeah. Uh, Jurassic, Jurassic Park, Park released in, every year. I would go watch it in theaters. Like it's yeah. one of those movies that. Except yeah. for this year, because it has been, and I have not. <laughs> uh, Jurassic Park is one of my favorite movies of all time. Like of all time, it's easily top five, if not literally the top. Uh, Jurassic Park alone, just, I don't know, just every, also, you were talking about the music, and, like, John Williams and Steven Spielberg just always working together, doing their thing, you know, John Williams alone, yeah. just, like, his music is, is just, it's, what does he do so great that, like, I guess other composers are, like, only operating at 80%, you know you want, what I mean? You want to hear my favorite bit of trivia for this movie? Yeah. This is, like, one of those great baseball trivia moments where the answer yeah. is just fuck you. Okay. Uh, 
I'm trying to get the number right. Um, John Williams. He's been nominated so many times. Yeah. Which number nomination was Jurassic Park? I'm going to say nine. Fifteen. Nine. Ricky, you're closer. Oh, it's a smaller number. No. Oh. The oh, answer no. is okay. none. This is nine. one of the most iconic soundtracks of the last, honestly, I would say 50 years. And uh -huh. he was yeah. not nominated for the fucking score Oscar. Oh. Shit. There you must know who won the score movies. that year? Who? Who won? Fucking John Williams. In what <laughs> other what other movie? Schindler's, Schindler's List. List. Schindler's List. Schindler's List came out the same year that Jurassic Park did? They came out back to back, yeah. They came out within like nine months of each other. Because he was filming Steve. Jurassic Park while he was doing Schindler's List. No, no, Holy it, was, it was the other way. It was oh, vice versa. He 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 filmed Jurassic Park, then he handed Jurassic Park to George Lucas so that ILM could do the special effects as he went off to shoot uh, Schindler's List, watching dailies of dinosaurs while he's doing a fucking Holocaust drama. Okay, yeah. I didn't know this. This is crazy. This is news to me. Which. This is the reason I, I got you guys on the show. Uh, thank you. Fuck. I didn't I didn't realize that. And I think I know everything. Jeez. Okay. Um uh that's crazy. Yeah. Uh John Williams lost to John Williams. Um, no, John Williams wasn't even nominated. Yeah, wasn't even nominated. If if he hadn't been nominated for the Schindler's List soundtrack, would he have been nominated for the Jurassic Park soundtrack? I I, I assume so. I I haven't listened to all five scores, and like I don't I have. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's I right. I have to assume that Universal didn't want to split that vote, so they had to choose which movie oh, they were going to give their Oscars to. So they oh. gave it to Schindler's List. Not the, like the not the dinosaur movie. Win the epic. No. You know, like that get like the special effects, but like the actual film aesthetic, we got to give it to the Holocaust film. Yeah, no. yeah. I and, but at the same time. Like I, I I remember Schindler's list cues when they show up at the Oscars. I remember Jurassic Park cue when I wake up in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> um when uh when it comes to that first movie, um well uh, before we get into the other movies, yeah. I just I wanted a question that somebody asked me, I think it was Gil Barron. Gil Barron asked me personally, he's like, What makes a good Jurassic Park movie? Like no matter what, given that we've we've had twenty five years of of uh, Jurassic Park movies, uh, you know, uh, what themes or what do you want from a Jurassic Park movie? It has to have like a, and I think it's what Jurassic World did better than the other two sequels before it. The kids were more you rooted for them a little bit more, and I think with Tim and Lexi. Watching it at a young age, you're watching it with adults, you know, like my parents. But like, I was more caring about like these children. Like, were they going to be like, were I my age group going to survive? You know, it wasn't until later on I realized like the whole dynamic between Grant and children, and then like having him protect them. Like, but like it was the kids. Like, you had to have those kids and make them like they weren't weak. These kids aren't like afraid. They're they are, but like they're surviving. You know, just like the other dinosaurs are. Yeah, um, I think that was something that I needed because in the second movie, the daughter's cool, but she's just too. They don't put too much in her, so you're like, yeah, devoted. You're more about like yeah. Malcolm and 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 Julianne we'll Moore. go through 
we'll go through each movie individually. I want to know your guys' yeah. points so then we can go through each movie and be like, was this a good movie? Was this a good Jurassic Park movie? Yeah. Did it meet your criteria? You know? But you're saying it's yeah. the kids. It's the, the stakes for the kids? Yeah. Essentially? Just because, yeah, because it, it does show the power of this film being for all ages. Like, right. if you watch it with children, they're going to want to watch what happens to the children. They don't really care too much about, like, the, the if the park's going to open and if, you know, they're going to make a million dollars back. Like, you know? Okay. So I think that was something, like, just to make it more general. Like, there's a whole... You can really watch it and not really pay attention to anything else, but whether or not, you know, certain characters that you favor survive or not. Okay. And, I mean, is yeah. there anything else that a Jurassic Park movie needs? Dinosaurs. Duh. Well, yeah, cool obviously. Dinosaurs. Right. I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll jump in because I'm going to start yelling. Um, yeah. <laughs> a Jurassic Park movie, whether or not it has earned this, requires nostalgia. Jurassic Park owns its place as part of the childhood of a generation. If it needs to succeed, it needs to work within nostalgia well. Jurassic okay. Park for Jurassic World did that incredibly well. I don't yeah. think it's a good movie, but I think it did nostalgia <laughs> incredibly well. Yeah, definitely. You need wonder. You need the sense of, I've never seen that before, or I've never seen that do that before. Or I've never seen, or 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 I've never experienced, or I've never felt. Whatever it is, you can't just say what's the next CGI creation we're going to make. You have to say why. And right. so, like the the Indominus Rex from the Jurassic World isn't scary at all to me. The new one is more interesting on a purely design level. The but the, the Raptor. Whatever. The, the, yeah. Yeah. Um, on a design level, I do think that's uh, it's much more interesting, but there there is no sense of wonder. And uh, I'll jump. I had these out of order. Uh, I actually typed these down so I would put this in fucking order. Um, they need a big baddie, and uh, I've read the original Jurassic World uh, Jurassic World script, which was about. Uh, raptors that were implanted with human brains and dog DNA basically and it was a really interesting script that was a really cool action adventure movie that was not a Jurassic Park film right and right and that to me is why the fifth one doesn't work is there is no true big baddie you don't have the yeah. T-Rex the T-Rex is always neutralized I believe that for me, the arc of Jurassic World, and I would have loved to have ended it on Jurassic World, and I know this is a speech, and I'm sorry. Nah, let's go, go for it. In the first movie, that fucking T-Rex is three years old. That's three years old. They, you know, they're, they're born, they're raised very quickly. They talk about it in Camp Cretaceous. That yeah. T-Rex is three years old. By the third one, that T-Rex is 27 roughly years old. That is uh -huh. elderly for a Tyrannosaurus Rex. That character arc over 25 years to finally being the queen of the jungle, that was everything I needed from the Jurassic Park story. Now, to get back to what uh, Ricky was saying, the word I would use is POV. And that ties this all together. 
you need that POV. You need to be in the POV of wonder. You need to be in the POV of children. You need to be in the POV of nostalgia for your youth. And you need to be in the POV of fear of a big baddie. Okay. And, so when you mean so, POV, do you need to have a POV of someone who has who who knows just as much as the audience, essentially? So you can like either nothing or just a little bit and continues to learn is that I'm, like I mean, can you can your pov be chris pratt's character or does he know too much to have a full point of view from his direction he's i think he it's a combination. yeah uh, you go oh sorry i was gonna say it's a combination of i don't think he's well written and i don't think uh i don't think it's used well i, yeah. I think yes he already goes into it knowing everything but he already also goes into it not being our person he's not the protagonist of uh, no. jurassic world it, it like okay. he he was hired like three weeks before he became a fucking celebrity <laughs> like if you actually right. look at the timeline because i was reading the, the, the like the wikipedias he was meant to be the major supporting character he was not meant to be the lead it's okay it's a problematic position they put him in. And so those kids, those kids are not as good as Lex and Timmy. And so we don't yeah. have a point of view with them. Bryce Dallas Howard, she's on her journey more than she's on her exploration, you know, if you want to call right. it that. So right now we're just watching Jurassic World happen around us instead of watching the movie Jurassic World. Right. Um Oh man, I got thoughts about Jurassic World and we'll get to it. But uh, uh, I keep saying we'll get to it. I'm trying so hard to keep things chronological and it's very tough. I'm sorry. Um, for me, all right. So for me, my my ideas of like what makes a good Jurassic Park movie is corporate like espionage, I guess. Corporate like battles, I guess. There's always something, right? There's something corporate. Yeah. there, And I think that... Originally, Crichton had, you know, Crichton and all his stuff, Michael Crichton, author of Jurassic Park and Lost World, like, it, he Congo. always has a, and Congo and stuff, yeah, and Westworld, uh, it's, it's always about corporations, right? Like, he has such strong views on too much corporation and the problems that arise. Um, man becomes too powerful through corporations. Uh, I so would corpor jump on and say Jurassic Park 3 is the only one that doesn't have that and the, the narrative through line is weaker for it. Right. I agree. Uh, two is uh, scientific theory, whether it's chaos theory, there's a, there's a point. There's a scientific thesis uh, at play in a Jurassic Park movie, right? Literally, everybody knows number one and that is life finds a way, right? Like, that's literally yeah. the scientific thesis of the first movie. Uh, we can argue what those the other theses, theses are of other movies, but, you know, we'll, we'll see. Uh, and then number three is, I, I think, death. Like, stakes that has death, um, which uh, is tough for some of these movies. It, it doesn't always uh, hit. Anyway, so stakes for the main character... And uh, personally, I, I, I think main characters should die at that. some point. I, I may fight you on that once once you're done with your list. That's fair. I need those fair. stakes, though. And that's yes. that's what I'm saying. And well, so I, we, and that's, that's what I'm saying is I don't think they do stakes like that exceptionally well throughout the franchise. No. Um, and again, I sound like I don't love the franchise. I do. <laughs> yeah. But like, 
it, even in the first movie uh, from the book, and I guess this is a spoiler, they do, Hammond survives. Nedry dies in a much more neutered way. The only people who die are ancillary. Um, and, and then in the, in the sequel, you have uh, uh, sacrifices. But I... Right. Like, I, I, I feel like the, the worry there, and then, of course, you know, fucking the biggest complaint maybe about the whole franchise right now is that scene in Jurassic World where the assistant just gets killed for no reason. Yeah, that is so weird. Have yeah. you guys seen the, have you guys seen the pitch meeting, the pitch meeting for Jurassic World? Which one? Do you no. get, you guys know pitch meeting? No. Oh, okay, pitch meeting's a whole series, and it's so funny. It's the guy talking to himself. It's always, he's pitching the movie to the executive, and he plays both parts. So, like, he's like, do I have a screenplay for you? It's a sequel to the blah, 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 uh, 1993 classic Jurassic Park, and the two sub, you know, whatever. And they, they go back and forth, and they have, like, witty exchange. But in, in, in the pitch meeting for Jurassic World, he's like, oh, yeah. And then my girlfriend dies. Or uh, it was like, my ex-girlfriend dies. And they're like, wait, what? Your ex-girlfriend's... Or no, 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 no. Uh, it's my fiancé. Because it's yeah, all about the wedding bullshit. Yeah. No, no, no. Wait, what? Oh, okay. Anyway, uh, the Zara, Zara the babysitter, uh, she dies such a horrible death in Jurassic World. And so in, pitch, in the pitch meeting, I'm sure someone in the audience can paraphrase this better. Yeah. But he's like... Oh, yeah, I, I named the character Zara uh, after my ex-girlfriend. And he's like, oh, okay, what happens to her? She dies a horrible death. And, like, uh, yeah. it's like, oh. Because it's so unearned and undeserving, I right? Mean, I know exactly why it happened. I can I can tell you what happened. You you have a story? Tell me. I mean, it's, it, it's not a story. It's a very clear theory. And this is part <laughs> of why uh, I had to give all that information. They had went through so many scripts on movies of this budget even before you have a director, you start prevising shit. Yeah. When the fucking director, Colin Trevorrow, came in and said, you know what? I, I'll direct this movie, but let me rewrite it with my writing partner in the next three weeks. They uh -huh. said, okay, but here's the set pieces that are already prevised that we already put oh. millions of dollars into. So okay. he has okay. to justify those scenes. And so every time you listen to people try and justify those scenes, it always feels like a little different story. You know what I mean? So you're so saying that, that in a previous version that it was they, deserved or whatever? Yeah. A, a character was killed fantastically by these incredible monsters. Right. But he had to fit away in, into the movie. Okay. So it and doesn't so that, feel that, earned or deserved. Exactly. By the final but they, product. But they already, they already bought the thing. They, they paid for it already. I mean, it's a beautifully, it's, it's, a, it's a crazy, great so well moment as yeah, far yeah. as a set piece is concerned. But it just didn't seem earned because she does nothing. No. She does nothing wrong. I, and and that's that's where it becomes. I would love for the answer to be. I want there to be more stakes. I just don't think. Like and you know, I'll, I'll, I'm moving away from. I don't think I even have anything else to say about Jurassic World after this. You cannot yeah. do a time jump from fucking day midday to late at night in the middle of their fucking dinosaurs <laughs> everywhere trying to kill people and expect uh -huh. to still have stakes. You can't say it? it's six hours later and everyone's fine, by the way. You can't do that. Okay. Okay. Um, when do they do that? They, after, it's, 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 it's the, in, in Jurassic World, it's, oh, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. 
Oh no, I was gonna tell him when. Yeah, yeah it's uh, when the, all the dinosaurs are loose after the chaos of everything. Yeah, uh, it goes quickly to like a night scene, and they're just like, yeah. it's right before he finds the raptors to ride on the on yeah. the fucking thing with. But um, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, well, what? I was like, well, it, what happened? Like, where's everyone else? Yeah, like, yeah it's it's the Zara scene. They escape. They lock a door behind them. We cut to nighttime. Okay. Yeah. And yeah. It, and that that even the first time I saw it really threw me because I really it's like yeah you just gave us a great scene like a, a great scene that doesn't fit but a very visually compelling well made scene right why are we stopping you right. And do you feel like in the original script or in a previous draft there was some something that happened in that time? I think it's really, really, really fucking interesting that the script for Jurassic World has not leaked yet. Okay. It's, huh. it's gonna be it's gonna look like the Mueller report where it's just gonna be all blacked out. <laughs> it's be all, <laughs> all blacked out. I mean I I've I've been I've been researching I've been looking for this I'm I'm pretty good at this like research bullshit. Yeah. Only in the last few months have they even leaked any plot details from the original draft just to say what was different and who the new characters were. Yeah. And it was basically yeah it was uh, I I don't know if it would have been a better movie but it's it bums me out that we can't really compare and contrast to see what the changes were because the adaptation process as I've mentioned a couple of times, it's been so interesting. And the development process, again, it wasn't 15 years and then let's do a Jurassic Park movie. It right. was, why did it take 15 years? I remember, because like, again, we're talking about the rise of the internet here. And it's like, I was, I was paying attention to all the Jurassic Park developments for like a new movie. And I remember, because I've seen the... Uh, uh, is it Stan Winston's artwork or whatever, or at least yes. his like designs for like a human dinosaur yeah, hybrid? The faces. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I remember being you know in junior high, uh, you know, and just like looking at this stuff on the internet, being like, I, I don't, I don't know. I'm glad they didn't go in that direction. Right. It would be it would be uh, a good movie, but I don't know if it would be this franchise. It's not Jurassic Park. I mean, you could do yeah. some other movie where they splice dinosaur and human DNA. Great. Which, I mean, which is a big point to me for Fallen Kingdom and the way that ends. Uh, or that there's a plot point in Fallen Kingdom that I don't think fits with the Jurassic Park franchise. But we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Um, let's talk about Lost World. Dinosaurs. Yeah. What's up? I said she's going to control all the dinosaurs. It's, gonna it's be like so dumb. Wise. I did not it's like it. I did not amazing. like it. They made a mutant. Um, yeah, uh, Lost World. Let's talk about Lost World. Okay. Um, Lost World used to be derided as like a horrible sequel to Jurassic Park. And I don't know whether it was derided as that before or after Jurassic Park 3, but I like Lost World better than Jurassic Park 3. And mostly that's because it fits within my plots of there's stakes for the character, uh, there's corporate dealings and and espionage and uh also i'm trying to think of a scientific theory but i have yet to figure that out but uh, basically scientific theory hunters versus gatherers yeah. okay can, can we see nature okay. with uh can we see and observe nature without destroying nature 
okay, great. Because that's one of the reasons I love Lost World. It's the first time we see dinosaurs in their natural habitats. So it's like a wildlife show, but with dinosaurs, which is not something we got in the first one because the first one's in the theme park and then they get loose. So it's like, it's not the same. Yeah. It's um, concrete jungle. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, uh, Ricky, you got thoughts about Lost World? Um, I remember waiting in the longest fucking AMC line to see it. Like, that was when you had to go get to the movie two hours before it started. Someone goes to buy the ticket. Someone waits in the already expanding line. Right. And then they're like, Lost World at 2.30 and I, you know, Auditorium 8, let's go. And you go get your seat. Like, I remember that whole, like, fucking day with my grandma and my sister just waiting to watch it. And then... I liked it because, I mean, I was little and it was fun as a dinosaur movie, but uh, I did think the Velociraptors were, like, way cooler in Lost World just because you saw them, like, really fucking try to hunt. Like, they were jumping on the roofs of, like, the cabanas where, like, you know, Sarah's, like, trying to find her way out. Like, it was just cooler. They were way cooler. Even, like, in the grass scene when you just see everyone, like, just dropping and then they start jumping out. Like, it was cool. And it also made me really sad because I feel like if, if, you know... Isla Nublar and these islands are real. Like, yeah, man would do that to dinosaurs. Like, they would just straight up start hunting them and, like, trying to take the babies. Like, yeah, it gave me a really sad feeling of all that. Yeah. But um, San Diego scene was cool. I watched uh, Lost World on VHS at a sleepover um, when it came out on VHS. Um, and uh, I remember... There's one part, the the human deaths are whatever, and they're kind of scary, but like, um, they're kind of scary, but like, uh, uh, whatever. But when that dog dies in, in, the, oh. in San Diego, I'm <laughs> like, oh, fuck. Yeah. I'm like, and my mom was like, no, it doesn't mean that he died. He could have just broken his chain and gotten away. <laughs> and it's like, no, that dog's dead. Yeah. And that's sad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah but I uh i remember too like what like the dinosaur or the t-rex is like running and then the bus is right next to it and it just tries to flip over the bus and i was like this is so fucking cool it thinks it's a dinosaur like stupid old thing like, <laughs> thinking that like <laughs> uh yeah hunter you got you got thoughts about lost world uh, well, the first the first feeling I had is, uh, you know, I, I once dated a woman, um, but she didn't even have a Sega. She was such a troglodyte. Oh, um, no. I don't know if that line has any resonance, but it's such a great, like, weird line for a child to say. Uh, it's, it's, it's in that opening scene. Um, not the opening scene, where uh, it's the scene where um, uh, the daughter is with... Uh, you know, Jeff Goldblum complaining about having to spend time with whomever and the yeah. word troglodyte about a Sega Genesis, despite it being two years already past the Sega Genesis, is fucking yeah. to me. I um, I forgot about that line. Okay. It's, yeah. It's such who, a good who line. does she not wanna who does she not want to spend time with? Who, whoever the babysitter was gonna be. Oh, okay. Is like, oh, Ian... stay with Aunt, Aunt Bev or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Is Ian um, Malcolm still with Julianne Moore's character? Or are they broken I mean, it, up? It, it feels like it's on and off. Yeah. Like, okay. It, it, in that way that like rich people can travel the world for three months and then still come back to a relationship. 
Okay, yeah. Yeah. Like that that because like yeah, she goes off into nature for six months and then she comes back and yeah. they still That's her have job the house. though. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. exactly. That um, makes sense. But it's not like she's like going through Ibiza and like fucking around and then coming no, back. No. She's no, going on on wildlife expedi- expeditions, right? It's her lucky. Yeah, and he's probably he's probably doing like the lecture circuit about yeah. his book. You know, yeah, but like he's, he's probably fucking around too. I mean, oh, I'm just saying. Around. Ian, he's Ian played Malcolm by is Jeff Gold. Loyal man. He's loyal. Yeah. Okay. Um, no, he he's played by Jeff Goldblum. He's fucking around. Um, <laughs> uh, so uh, basically, my my take on the Lost World. Uh, and I mentioned this a little before uh, the cameras and mics went on. Uh, Steven Spielberg very clearly hated making this movie, and it's fascinating to watch. It's not adapted from the book. It's adapted from Steven Spielberg hating having made the first one, hating the golden handcuffs of how good the first one did. And now he's like, I don't want to do another fucking dinosaur movie. I want to do Amistad. Well, you're going to have to do a dinosaur movie. Uh, and if you do the dinosaur movie, you can use that to raise money for DreamWorks. That was apparently the real thing. So he said, okay, I'm going to do the dinosaur movie. Okay. But I don't want to end it this way. What if we just went to San Diego? Uh, I, uh, I, I don't want to go to San Diego. Can we shoot it in Burbank? Okay, we can shoot this in Costa Rica. Actually, you know what? No, no, no. The Redwoods look so good for this. Like most choices seem to be along those lines. Like it, it bums me out because there is so much beautiful shit and some of the best working actors of the fucking nineties of this entire generation in this film. Yeah. I love it so much. I've probably watched lost world more than Jurassic park or more because there's so many amazing moments. The two T-Rex scene might be the best sequence in the entire franchise. Uh, with the death of, yeah. uh, is it Richard Eddie? Schiff. Yeah, yeah. Who's, is it yeah. Eddie? Is that his name? Yeah. Richard Schiff. Okay. Uh, it's the high hide. You hide. Hi. Um, like, I love so much of it, but I, I wish he loved so much of it so I could love so much more of it. Right. <laughs> and I, I'll, I'll, I'll end it with this. If you start, yeah. if you start the movie five minutes in, it's interesting. If you start the movie a half hour in, it's good. And if you just watch the last half hour, it's just fucking bananas. Okay. <laughs> but that opening scene, I have on pretty girl. good authority, Steven Spielberg wasn't even on set for. What's the opening what's the opening scene when the, he's doing the speech at the at the thing and then he gets on the subway and they're no, like, Oh, is the that that guy? On the beach. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah. was that he was so tired of doing the movie that he just sent second unit out to an island to shoot that scene. Apparently, with Camila Bell. With Camila Bell, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, um, so that to me is like I, he he's so good, and there was so much passion, and the technology was so there. But then you see, like, okay, very last thing I will say, and then I'll even take the fucking headphones off. <laughs> no, no. In, in Jurassic Park. They will cut from shot within shot. Like the, the, the best shot in cinema history is uh-huh. a puppet of a T-Rex hitting the car, pulling off for one frame, and then it's a full body CGI T-Rex, but your eyes track it for the first time in cinema history as one living creature. Okay. 
There what, is which, no... which part? The T-Rex to, to a car? At what part? The, the T-Rex, the head. It, you see the full head. The head hits when the When Sam Neill has a little girl? Uh, no, 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 no. This is before that. We're talking Lost World or Jurassic Park? Jurassic Park, sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. Okay, okay. So okay, in yeah, Jurassic yeah. Park, when they, they hit the car uh, with the T-Rex head... The T-Rex yeah. pulls away for one second and then races over to the next car because they're waving the, the light. Right, right. Okay, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. With one frame difference, they used technology that wasn't ready yet to do the best special effect maybe in cinema history. Yeah. And Have you ever lost... seen the interview with Kathleen uh, Kennedy okay. when she's talking about how... Yeah, they're talking about how... Uh, Spielberg's whole thing was like, well, how do we make the dinosaurs look real without having it all be puppets? Yeah. And somebody was playing on a on a Mac and just like showed her a, like a, a digital image of a of a Velociraptor, and she was like, wait, 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 can we put this on film? And if we can put this on film, how good can we make it look? And when they showed her like a, a rendered picture, she was like, call Steven, we did it, we figured out the fucking movie. And she's yeah, like, it, and that's how we like created it. It was, it was the raptor, it was the T-Rex, you know, it's like the, 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 that one image of the T-Rex running through that field. You've, you've all seen that, right? It's so beautiful, and it with wasn't the, with even the, yet. With the Gallimus? No, 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 it's just, it's test footage of a full oh. T-Rex running through, and it's on all yeah. the special features. So in Jurassic Park, the point was, how can we use puppets and CGI because the CGI is not good enough and the puppets are great, but we know they're puppets. Yeah. In the Lost World, rewatch the Lost World nine times out of ten. If it's a close up, it's a puppet. If it's a wide shot, it's a CGI, and you uh. get used to it. And okay. that 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 hurts my because I've seen it enough, so I can tell like this shot I know is digital because of how it's created. Versus okay. if Steven Spielberg was excited to try and fuck with us more, you know? Right. Yeah. Uh, um, and I think I think the third one does that better because it's a new director who actually wants to do it. Now, who's the director for the third one? Uh, Joe Johnston. He has a background in CGI. He made the first Captain America and he made Rocket Man. Okay. And he was like, uh, he, was, he was one of the designers on the original Star Wars. Oh, Didn't okay. Didn't he do like Honey, I Shrunk the Kids too? He worked on that one, I think. I think so, yeah. That was a, yeah. How do you guys... I want to know your guys' thoughts about Jurassic Park 3. And I also want to know whether you like it better than Lost World. And whether it hits those points for you guys. Uh, it takes an easy way out. I think I like it. Like, the whole time I'm watching it, I think I saw that one in movie theaters too. Like, uh, when it came out. That was the first one I, I saw in movie theaters. Was number three. Yeah, I remember watching it and thinking like a lot of it was really cool, especially because it wasn't so much like a shock and awe. It was just like when they realize where they're at or when they realize what's going to happen, you realize it with them. So like when they're on, when they're inside the 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 uh, plane, wherever the bird, yeah, the bird thing. Oh, when, oh, the aviator. Yeah. yeah, when they're like walking through, it and then they're like, "This isn't a thing; it's a bird cage." And then the little boy's like. Professor Grant, and then there's like a big ass fucking yeah. pterodactyl out of nowhere, and it's like, oh my god, like this is so cool, and like yeah, like it just it played along with you, like you weren't sure what the fuck was happening because it was a new island, and then when they found out something, you found out something, and like I like, I like that much of it, and I I yeah. really just I wish it was cast different, 
because oh, William fuck. H. Macy kind of gets on my nerves a little he's, bit. But he is not in that movie. He's not in that fucking movie. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't do anything, yeah. right? No, I, he doesn't. Really like, uh, yeah. And he That's bitched about that movie. Bad. All production, by the way. Oh, did he? I've been, I've been, like, I've been doing a lot of Jurassic Park three research. He had, he bitched about it in public. Then he, uh, then he had to do a big public apology. Then the director had to comment on it while they were still filming, like, and he gives a terrible, weird performance in that movie. Okay, yeah. I didn't mean he to cut you off he, there. He, he no, barely no, does was, anything. I agree, though. I wish they would have casted him more. And I get the whole point of him being like the weak millionaire. He's the schlubby is, guy, like, right? Yeah. Yeah, because he's not even a millionaire. Yeah, he's just like a normal Joe that runs like a fucking plumbing place. Um, but he's, he says he's a millionaire, right? To get yeah. him to yeah, pay, to but he doesn't have the money, right? No. Yeah, because um, he's going through a divorce Tia or something? Leone, Tia Leone's really good at like playing like that, like the good supporting wife. But even her like scenes are very like, she's too like screamy too much. Almost like Shelley Duvall in The Shining, where like okay. her delirium is too much sometimes. Uh, but... I mean, I like the I like the dinosaur, the spinous spina, whatever it's called, a spinosaurus. Like, that. yeah, yeah, yeah. I like I like a lot of it. I just there there were certain things I didn't like, but as a whole, I, it's okay. Yeah. Okay. So Jurassic Park takes place on Isla Nubla, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is site A. Lost World yeah. takes place on Isla Sorna, which is site B. Yes. Right. Yeah. And then Jurassic Park Three takes you back to site A. With East Lanuga, right? Incorrect. Oh no, no, no it's that's Isla that's Sonar. site B. Yes. Yeah. Okay, that is site B. Okay. Yeah. So the whole okay. point is that Grant's never been to that island. Yeah, that's right. And so that's why. Yeah, that like um, yeah. Okay. Um, so it's 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 a fucking great dinosaur movie, and it's a bad movie. Yeah, is that's my takeaway. Jurassic Park three. CGI is honestly, I think, the best it's ever gotten. And I don't think it ever got better than that. Like, I think, and this goes back to what I was saying earlier. In fact, I'm going to reach out and grab it right here. Yeah. Uh, I don't think uh, uh, we got better than Dante's Peak, to be honest, because we decided we didn't have to. I think... Wait, how so? Dante's Peak out of everything. Okay. Yeah, tell tell me. Dante's okay. Peak is the movie, though. Okay, uh-huh. here's the thing. I think Dante's Peak, 1997, Lost World, that era, late 90s. That's when we. That's when, as a as a as a world, filmmaking said, CGI is cheaper. CGI can be better. We're doing CGI even if it isn't better. Some okay. people do it better. Some people do it worse. The best use all the tools they can. So Jurassic Park 1 was, let's use all the tools we can. Jurassic Park 2, you heard me. Jurassic Park 3 was the team from Jurassic Park 1 who all wanted to use the tools. The Jurassic Park 3, so this is the nerdiest I am. I have listened to this at least three times. There's a special effects commentary track on Jurassic Park 3 where it's Michael Lantieri, it's Stan Winston, it's John Rosengrant, and it's the fourth guy. Some of them are CGI. Some of them are uh, fucking puppetry. Some of them are whatever it is. And they're all excitedly talking about how they worked together to create the best dinosaur movie they possibly could. Even if the fucking movie had 
every actor hated acting in it. The script <laughs> didn't exist. And the director apparently assaulted the production designer. <laughs> really? You, you want me to pull up the fucking... I'm, I've been Joe on Hawkeyes.org jo- all week. It was Joe Johnston? Uh, Joe Johnston uh, attacked? I, 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 the, the next time uh, Ricky talks, I will pull it up because it's actually fascinating and horrifying. <laughs> okay. But no, it was, uh, it was basically like... Because what you were just talking about, uh, Dimitri, was the idea of like, yeah, he's going to be... He, he had to email Jurassic Park fan sites like apologizing for this shit. Yeah. That's, but, at the same, yeah. but at the same time, those fucking... Those birds, they, they're amazing. The Spinosaurus... Like, yeah. that giant Spinosaurus puppet is fantastic. There are scenes in that movie... I've watched all the special features where there are human beings wearing raptor pants on cranes so that instead of it being like that weird, funky CGI press down, they're actually having raptors step on people's heads and crack their necks and shit. Like, that's the type of, like, let's make a fucking movie feel, even if yeah. it's not going to be yeah. the best movie ever. So am I going to fucking stand for Jurassic Park 3? Absolutely. Am I going to fucking recommend it for a job now? No, okay. <laughs> I I don't like the climax of Jurassic Park 3 because it just gets yeah. solved with the army shows up. Phone call. Yes. And that's it, right? Yeah, there's no yeah. script. Also, question. Were Grant and Sattler dating? What is up no. with the this ambiguous relationships in Jurassic Park? Like I can't tell who's fucking and who's not. In the first movie they're fucking. Okay, yeah, but they're not exactly official. Good. Well, how 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 awkward do we want to make this? How I I don't know how official are Sattler and Grant I in number like one? They're lovers. I, I feel like Sattler and Grant because even in the book when they talk about their relationship, his relationship, uh, his his idea of how much he doesn't want children, yeah, is always talked about. So when you see in part three, she has a baby. My assumption is that it's not his. Yeah, no, no it's not. Want, no, it's yeah. not. It's a new yeah. it's a new person. However, yeah. since we're going to talk about this, let's talk about that elephant in the room of Laura Dern was 24 going on 25 filming it and in the book she's the TA of a 50 something year old man. Oh, okay. Yeah. So that's that relationship part of it we But 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 that also I I always bring this up cuz I'm so fascinated by it. I saw the movie when I was 6 years old. I just saw them as Adult, 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 yeah, adult, yeah. adult. And now that I'm t- ten years older than fucking Laura Dern was in that movie, it's that's like, yeah. Like it's such a very interesting like way to grow up, and that's I think why nostalgia is the number one point. Is if you're going to revisit these movies, that has to be part. You of know, it. It, it speak of like the nostalgia, and I think it's something that uh, in Jurassic park three when the spinosaurus is fighting the t-rex it kills the t-rex and you kind of get like that sense like okay we're done with this part of the story yeah. like we're done with you know the jurassic park era and then when you go to jurassic world and then you know the anonymous rex is just wreaking havoc and the velociraptors are trying to stop it and then at the end they're like open gate nine and then like out comes like the t-rex like a part of me was like oh my god of course oh. the t-rex will come through oh, you know yeah. And, like, I loved it. And I think, like, that scene in the Fallen Kingdom when, you know, the island's exploding, the last thing you kind of see is the T-Rex, like, in the shadow and it's, or the brontosaurus. The brachiosaur, yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, that's the first dinosaur they see in Jurassic yeah. Park when like Grant turns his head. And so I feel like a lot of these directors that take over after like Steven Spielberg have to kill the T-Rex or kill like that little bit of the nostalgia part. So you can understand like, well, oh, we're not fucking around this time. Like, Well, for, 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 for me, the, t- the T-Rex, because I brought that up, Rexy on the on the mainland. You know, and yeah. who is, by the way, the still living T-Rex. Um, that, that, that character for me, that character has more of an emotional arc throughout the entire franchise, which is why I'm kind of bummed that she was just dragged. Because like, okay, what can be a good Jurassic Park movie? Well, they're megaton animals stuck on an island where they were created and action has to be taken to bring them away. So what can a good Jurassic Park movie be? Well, now we actually know the answer because we're going to have to find out. Because now we can yeah. actually tell a new story besides the Rosencrantz and Guildenstern story, which I'm so right. fucking in on. Um, right. But, but uh, that being said, just I just want to finish that thought because I think this is a really cool thought and I'm going to get super, super gravelly. Yeah, okay. That T-Rex arc for me is all about Clint Eastwood. Okay. That's how, Clint- how so? Give me, give me that pitch, man. Give me that pitch. That's fucking Clint Eastwood at 85 years old. He's been fucking shoved back in because he's a veteran, but no one gives a shit about him anymore. But back in the 70s, he was the hero. He was the star. He was everything. You know, fucking get off my lawn, all that shit. But he's now literally trapped. No one even wants to watch him eat a fucking goat anymore. He's... He's 85. The Indominus Rex is like fucking John Cena. There's no way that fucking T-Rex is going to take out John Cena. But now we get Clint Eastwood, our favorite star for the last 40 years, who can come out and give it the one last go. I just think that's fucking cool. And I You're think talking about Jurassic World here, right? What's that? You're, the you're talking Jurassic about the... World, yes. Yeah, okay. Um, here's the thing... Um, the T-Rex in Jurassic World is the same T-Rex that was in Jurassic Park, right? Yes. But it's not the same T-Rex that's in Lost World and Jurassic Park 3. Uh, that, no. There are three T-Rexes in the Lost World and Jurassic Park 3. There's three T-Rexes in Jurassic Park 3? There's the baby T-Rex that from Part 2 that grows up, you have to assume, is a full-grown Is that the one the Spinosaurus kills? So... Th- not everyone agrees as to whether um, the uh, T-Rex that's killed by the Spinosaurus is that T-Rex. Okay. Uh, because okay. It, they used a different model in real life, but I think they meant it to be the same character. As the young T-Rex from Lost World? No, no, no. Yeah. Like they, they refurbished oh. one of the adult ones to be the adult T-Rex. Okay. But who... Okay. Yes. Who, who was the intended T-Rex in Jurassic Park 3? The baby from Lost World or one of the adults from Lost World? Uncertain. I assume, oh. I, I would assume the babe, the, one of the older ones, because the baby I feel would be more vicious if it was grown up, you know, yeah. and the older ones are kind of slower. And that T-Rex, yeah. that Spinosaurus just fucks yeah. it up. Like, I, 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 I genuinely, I've gone back and forth so many times. It's just sad yeah. to see I, I remember getting yeah. really excited in the movie theater when you see it raise its head and it's the T-Rex and then you're like, oh my God, it's going to be the fight of the like whole movie and it's over like in 20 seconds and I was like, oh shit, like this dinosaur, don't play with it. <laughs> like it's yeah. the one. 
Yeah. yeah. Um, oh, oh can, can I just say really quick, just because it's so yeah. fucking cool. That scene yeah. was the last one they shot. They shot it last because it was so mechanical mostly. And they said, just beat the shit out of them. Oh. And so You're they talking just about- like the, the Spinosaurus T-Rex scene. They just smashed yeah. them up against each other until they finished filming because they oh. had nothing else to shoot. I love yeah. that. <laughs> I I felt upset that the T-Rex died in, in Jurassic Park 3. And then also, because as a kid, I didn't think about which T-Rex is which T-Rex. So, like, a T-Rex is a T-Rex, right? And then they wanted to build yeah. up Spinosaurus as the next big bad, right? Mm-hmm. How did they finally how did they finally defeat the Spinosaurus in Jurassic Park 3? They don't. It kind of just gets because they it's in the water and then they start shooting like the flares at it and it just goes away. Wait, because even when the when the army shows up, it doesn't kill it, right? No, the army doesn't fight any dinosaurs. Did they light it on fire? Like I don't remember. There is no third act of that film. No, there Um, isn't. It and it's that's the problem of the film. Uh, and yeah, the that's a really bad idea. It's a good joke, but it's not a. That's not a. Yeah, it, that's a very bad idea. Is the exact equivalent of Malcolm yawning in Lost World at the subway, where it would be really fun in any other movie. I hate you right now. Um, what happened with the yawn? Oh, when when it, when they think they're staring at the dinosaur, but it's Malcolm at the subway yawning. It's like a camera trick. Yeah. It's the, oh, the scene okay. of the little girl dying, the, the mom screaming, and then it shows the dinosaur, and then it's like, yeah. <sighs> and it's, yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. Um, and, By the uh, way, was it was movies, have you? <laughs> I have, obviously. It's just, it takes a little, a little bit. Uh, what's weird is, they with that compy scene at the beginning of Lost World, was it meant to be like, I always thought as a kid, I was like, she dies, right? The compies just eat her. But no, they, it turns. They explicitly yeah. say she survives. Oh, does Doctor yes. uh, uh, Hammond says it? Yes, Hammond. Okay, yeah. yes, that's right. He he said he says she re- recovers. In in the book, I don't remember if she recovers. I don't remember. Yeah. Um. Uh. But no. Um. Oh fuck! I oh, I just had something so fucking sexy. No, I just <laughs> I that yawn always bugged me. Um. But it's like that opening scene is so cool, and I wish they did more with it. Um, But yeah, Uh, yes, a a, a ton of those scenes were just from the first book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I thought like Jurassic Park one, two, three was solid. I remember them trying to build up towards like, oh, what should we do for this fourth one? There had been talks about it, you know, a lot of things. Like you know more than I do, Hunter. But like, I remember following that whole process as a fan. And then I was like, I got this perfect idea for Jurassic Park 4 that would close out the franchise. And I had an idea for a Jurassic Park 4, too. <laughs> have I told you this, Ricky? Like, maybe if we went to hookah? Because I remember See, having this conversation at hookah when I, I was in younger. I, school, wrote Jurassic Park 3, which, by the okay. way, <laughs> means I might have written a better script. Uh, no. Uh, <laughs> Uh, no, yeah, no, because I think I'm like a couple years older than the two of you. So I think that's, I was writing it right before Jurassic Park 3 came out. Yeah. Um, and it's like, because, I don't know, I had this idea called Jurassic Park Extinction. And uh, this was before Jurassic World came out. 
and Jurassic World opens it back up again, then I'm like, I, my idea can't work right now. But basically, my idea for Jurassic Park Extinction is the uh, the country of uh, uh, Costa Rica, they're going to, like, atom bomb the, the islands. Mm -hmm. They're just going to just destroy everything. Oh, uh, because, sorry, uh, because uh, some of the, uh, there's, the malnourished dinosaurs are trying to leave shore, and they get far enough to beaches that, like, they kill a couple people, but then they die. So yeah, which, uh, that that was a big part of the plot of like the like the prologue in the book too, right? Because that was like, in which which one oh, in the uh, book. like the, oh yeah, the, yeah. The, the combies. Uh, what I, I, you weren't talking the diseases, but the book was much more in on the disease element of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was well because yeah. uh, because what happens in Jurassic World or Jurassic Park is that they all the nutrients can only be found on the island. Right? Because they make them immunodeficient yeah. or whatever, like what nutrient lysine. deficient. Yeah, lysine. And so, uh, so my Jurassic Park distinction is, is they finally affect the mainland just a little bit, enough for the government of Costa Rica to be like, we're just going to bomb the whole thing, right? So the bomb represents the, the asteroid that's going to kill the dinosaurs, right? Okay. And so there's, there's a, there's a tie-in there. But basically, you bring together a couple of the characters from the first uh, three movies to make like kind of a super team and their goal is they can't save the dinosaurs they're not going to take that responsibility to save the dinosaurs but they're going to go back to the island and extract the dna from each dinosaur in order to preserve the science while also saying goodbye to each of these dinosaurs that we grew up and loved and obviously taking dna from a t-rex is going to be tough so that's kind of drives the plot of the movie is like well, I mean, wouldn't it all be in the science center where Nedry what? got all the DNA from? Well, when, it when, would be when, destroyed. When you, so I, I'm curious. When did you come up with this? Uh, before Jurassic World, between Jurassic World three or Jurassic Park three and Jurassic World. It's it's very interesting to me how so many years. of the of the things you're hitting on are the good ideas that were like left behind in the Jurassic World four script. Oh, okay. I had not read any of those scripts. It's it's a pretty cool script. Um, uh, I actually I would recommend uh, if you're a writer you like writing or scripts or anything. Yeah, there's at least three or four Jurassic Park scripts out there, and just watching how they track from the uncredited writers to Michael Crichton just literally copying and pasting his book. Yeah, um, it's insane. But um, but what you have is like to me, I'm just picturing the scene where we're trying to suck the blood from the T Rex in the new movie, mixed with the big quest in the first half of Jurassic World 4, written by William Monahan and John Sayles, is going back to the island to get Nedry's canister. Okay, yeah. So exactly. it would like, be very similar. All, there's, there's a, and I'm not saying your ideas are wrong. I'm saying like these are all yeah. the ideas that are in the right place where these are all the ideas we do want in a Jurassic Park movie. Right. And this fucking guy is coming in and saying, but I want to make my Jurassic Park movie. And that's right. why I'm a little frustrated with the new franchise. Yeah. That being said, I my idea would have ended Jurassic Park in a big bang, ascent, right? Like literally. And yeah. so part of it has it had to do with the nostalgia. Because again, the right. things we talk about, I I would have hit in these scripts, like the nostalgia value, the corporate espionage stuff, because there'd be also be uh, 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 a spy 
like mole on the team that that may sell that information you know so on and so forth and in the end even though you love these dinosaurs you literally have to watch them burn as the bombs drop and like that's how the movie ends with the fact that like okay they got some dna out so who knows but at the same time like these islands are gone now like that is it can i can i push you one step further what can can this instead of ending like that? Can it can can it can it end like Doctor Strange Love? <laughs> what ha- I I I've never seen Doctor Strange Love, but that's the guy riding the bomb down, right? Yeah, and, but but then the whole world just explodes, and it's like, well, we got the dinosaurs, and <laughs> so there's no more Costa Rica, uh, Panama, or Honduras, but we got yeah. the we got the dinosaurs out. Yeah, yeah. My I um, had an idea of like a fucking like battle royale, like engine just sells the dinosaur, the the islands to like some rich investor, who then yeah. makes like a TV show of like people who want to spend like naked and afraid kind of thing, like a week on Jurassic Park. So oh like, no! A lot of like film, like it, it would be more like like found film crew shit. Uh, but then it's just like people are like, yeah, we're here. We're gonna win the million dollars. We're gonna do like survivor status, and then you can't control it, and they start dying. And now yeah. it's like people are watching on TV as these like people are dying by T Rexes and stuff. That was at my what idea point? For a sequel. I mean, that sounds cool. It sounds like Predator. That Predator one with the warlords yeah. and stuff. Would they get dropped yeah. on an island or whatever, and the predator hunts them? Sounds very similar to that. Um, um, I'm not going to say my idea is better than yours, uh, Ricky, but um, yours had it's more interesting. Around. Mine was just yeah, mine was just it's, a cool way to see if I would yeah. survive. I, I heard one one pitch and one elevator pitch, so I can't judge <laughs> them against each other. <laughs> um, <laughs> he, he, Here's the thing. Uh, before we before we get to Jurassic World, I personally think, and this is something that I've realized this as I've watched Westworld and other HBO shows. I wish instead of Jurassic World, they br- they had brought Jurassic Park back as an HBO series because I think there are so many concepts in Jurassic Park that I would have loved to see an arc with. You know, like I a good proper thing. I I disagree personally. And uh, do you want me to wait until Camp Cretaceous? Uh, yeah, but keep that in mind. Shoot me down. Shoot me down when it comes to Camp Cretaceous. Then you know, oh, no, save uh, that. I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll, just, I'll just say it. it's uh, it's too expensive to do the good CGI, and that's the one thing you can see in Camp Cretaceous. Oh is, yeah, and and so like I feel like I'd rather try and put that into the Camp Cretaceous that's already working. Right, but. Then try and that, do a Westworld live action type thing so that you yeah. can do better with the material. That being said, if there was a Jurassic Park TV show, you don't have to show all the dinosaurs at once. You don't have to do all that. You would have a lot. That corporate espionage espionage thing is so integral to what I think the Jurassic you Park know, franchise if, wait, is. If you, do have, if you do have a Jurassic Park TV show where you're not going to show the dinosaurs all at once it has to be called like InGen or like something that's related yeah. to jurassic park because if you say jurassic anything you're gonna assume that you're gonna see a dinosaur every fucking episode you're gonna you know well, like game of thrones you would see a dragons, dinosaur like- of some point with every other episode kind of like how walking dead even though walking dead you know it is what it is you don't yeah. necessarily you see at least one zombie every episode even if there's not a horde 
you see one zombie an episode. And, like, they throw that at you. They're like, ah, here's your zombie for the episode. We're going to get back to the character uh, arcs, you know? <laughs> All right, I'm going gonna, I'm yeah. gonna to beg to talk Cam Cretaceous, because we're talking about Cam Cretaceous without talking about Cam Cretaceous. Yeah, okay, yeah. Uh, um, yeah, well, okay. I, I, let's I, talk I, about I, Cam Cretaceous, especially because... Uh, Dr- let's talk about Jurassic World 2, because weirdly way, enough... Yeah. Yeah, you know, okay. they're they're happening at the same time. I think Camp Cretaceous gives us the opportunity to explore the Jurassic Park and world themes that we've wanted to for so long by going for this lower budget animation. And frankly, I love watching Westworld High, and I will never <laughs> ever want to touch West. Like it's it's such a fun show, and it's such an interesting show. But, you know, the budget is very clear. And, like, the one thing I notice in Camp Cretaceous is a lot of the dinosaur shots are uh, cover-ups of shots they've already used uh, live. You know, the Mosasaur coming up, the Indominus Rex coming up, the Carnotaur. And I I think that's all really great because there's no fucking way we get to hang out with these six kids running from dinosaurs if the budget is $170 million and we're on HBO. Um, and I think this is such a great way to, to bring, to bring it back to the kids that Ricky was right. talking about. Um, yeah. Camp Cretaceous, I don't know, Ricky, if you got far enough with Camp Cretaceous, but it take, you don't know when Camp Cretaceous takes place. Uh, I thought it was pre-Jurassic World, uh, cause obviously Jurassic yeah. World doesn't exist post-Jurassic World. Uh, so I thought it was pre-Jurassic World, T- turns out it's during Jurassic World. And um, that's a big... I had big... read that in, like... Yeah, I had read that online, like, the day after it oh. came out. Because I was questioning I didn't know. what it was. I didn't yeah. know. Well, going I read in. a spoiler. I spoil everything for myself on YouTube. Yeah. I don't well, know why I do that. Yeah. When, they, when they... Even when I'm watching Camp Cretaceous and they say the Indominus Rex got out, I was like, did it get out <laughs> earlier? Did it get it out twice three. then? Yeah. So I was like... I was like, I didn't... Even then, I didn't buy into it happens at the same time. But then I was like, oh, shit. Okay, I guess it does. All right. You know? Um, Watching Camp Cretaceous was like, okay, I guess I'm going to watch this fucking DreamWorks cartoon about the movies I liked, but this is not for me. And then I watched the pilot. I'm like, hey, this is kind of good. And then once it started to congeal into what you were talking about, it's like, this is my second favorite Jurassic Park property. Okay. It's like um, it, 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 it's a hundred percent reached that point. Just in purely, it does everything it wants to do as well as it can. Yeah, Especially I mean, it hits. Being, what's that? It hits my three points. But sorry, I, I didn't mean oh, to no, interrupt. Especially for being made during a pandemic remotely. Right. I'll, I'll give it a couple CGI flaws if it's it, made during a pandemic. It does have yeah. CGI flaws. You know, yes. there are there's some weird things and. Okay, so, like, going into Camp Cretaceous, uh, well, before I heard anything about it, I didn't feel like watching it because I thought it was just going to be this kiddie version of, like, let's just go look at the dinosaurs, yay, you know? Uh, kind of like, there, there's. did you guys know there's a Fast and the Furious animated kids series? Yeah. I think I did, yeah. That's yeah. also DreamWorks, uh, and doing something like Dominic Toretto's cousin is now like, a kid driver who's also a spy. And, like, there's some weird thing. And I thought it was going to be like that, because that sounds so hokey. Um, 
But like Camp Cretaceous, uh, before I watched it, I think Gil Barron said, he was like, I just watched the first episode and like, it could be what you want. Because I had told him my three things. And watching Camp Cretaceous, it did hit my points. There were stakes. Uh, well, I could say like there could have been more stakes because I think some of the a kid could have died. Uh, uh, I think number two, cor- <laughs> I, corporate me, es- corporate espionage and me, science, I, I, right? I, I, I would say just very quickly, the schmuck's bait of the kid not dying at the end is one of the few problems I have with the series. I Yeah, I knew once the body... When anybody falls from a great distance, but then you don't show the body... Because uh, there's a T-Rex tree below them or some shit? Yeah. <laughs> you know? Uh, it's like, I, I just assume they're alive. Um, but it ends beautifully. I did not expect that. The way it ends... Can, can Ricky, 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 are you, you cool with that? Thing yet? It's okay. Say it. I know. I know enough okay. of it. I saw. So, I read. I read the YouTube spoilers. This is this is spoilers. This I love this so much. But people have said that the the thing that's going to come out of it is this is going to tie into the next film. That Re- into Dominion, gonna, into Dominion. And so my question there is. Oh my God! Please let them walk through like a force field and turn into like regular people. Like, and Wait, now what, they're not what? cartoons, and it's like, where the fuck are these people who are trapped on the island when all the dinosaurs are everywhere else? <laughs> oh, you're you're saying like mixed live action with the animation? Well, it's like they say it's going to be connected to the to the new movie somehow. Yeah. How? I don't know. Well, especially well, because they can't be on the I, island during Fallen Kingdom. Right, so is the next season just the, uh, uh, the, the, is the next season... What if the next season is them on the island during Fallen Kingdom? That's it. <laughs> Fucking, okay, I, I, I apologize for cutting you off. Jurassic World, Mad Max, Fallen Kingdom. <laughs> it's just an entire chase scene to try and get the fuck out of there. With That's dinosaurs crazy. and everything. Yeah. Um... I don't know what they're going to do with season two of Camp Cretaceous, but the fact is, is that they they did not make it to the ferry, and I thought they were going to make it to the ferry, and that's the end of the thing. And I was like, no, what? And so now it's like this weird Lord of the Flies thing. They're going to have to survive on the island. That's crazy, and that sets up even a better season two than it than season one. You know, I like that premise. Yeah. There, there's a that's a good premise yeah I you mean, know and also in two years in episode eight the carnotaurus feet <laughs> will touch the ground wait what oh during that final underground fight scene uh, yeah the the cgi um they never quite had the uh the feet touching the ground the same way in oh. cats that happened i didn't yeah. know that like, so in Cats, like, half the background dancers, if you look for it, they're not touching they're the CGI ground. You are you know what I'm oh. talking about, right, Brady? Yeah, I watched it. Yeah. Oh, I watched that's Cats. weird. Yeah, I love Cats. It's amazing. <laughs> um, but so if you rewatch uh, Camp Cretaceous, like, when he's, like, sc- or when she's scrabbling around and stuff, the Carnotaur, like, yeah. you see, you don't see a lot of contact. Oh. But again, I understand that's the budget. Yeah. <laughs> uh... Yeah, the kids are kind of annoying in Camp Cretaceous. They're not characters yet. Yeah, 
it, there, it felt yeah. like it felt like a great like eight episode sample for the thing I want to watch next. Which and is season I'm two. more excited for season two than yeah. Jurassic World Three. Yeah. Um so it happens at the same time of Jurassic World. Uh I I let's talk about Jurassic World. I like Jurassic World. I'm gonna be honest. I saw it two I saw it two times in theaters and then I haven't seen it since. And I'm fine with that. And I liked it. And I liked the meta commentary in it. Um, even if they bought into their own meta commentary, because you know what I mean? Like it was this weird thing where they're pointing out like why rehash. Yeah. Why rehash the original, but it's like at the same time (laughs) they're rehashing the original, but it's fine with me. I'm fine with that. I I don't know. Uh, how'd you guys feel about Jurassic world? I've said a lot about it, so I'll just say I saw it four times in theaters. The first time I saw it, I wept through so many moments. It is a purely crafted piece of nostalgia. The fourth time I saw it, I saw a (laughs) friend, and he turned to me at the bar afterwards, and he was like, you know that's a bad movie, right? And I said, look, I'm I'm aware there are flaws. Absolutely. I've, I've seen it many times. I don't like. I, I, I it. Cam Cretaceous shows me everything I wanted from Jurassic World. Mm. Cam Cretaceous okay. shows me that they designed that entire island. That there is a theme park that exists that I would love to inhabit and to explore. The, okay, this this is the the final thing I will say about Jurassic World before we move to Fallen Kingdom because I know we were running yeah. out of time. Yeah. The big shot in the movie that the filmmakers think is the biggest shot, and it is a great shot. It's the shot where he opens the door and we see Jurassic World, and the camera flies across, and we go down City Walk, and we fly across to the mission control room. I don't want to fucking go to the mission control room. <laughs> I want to see the part. Like, yeah. You're bringing me to Jurassic World. You've played the music cues at the right times. You know everything <laughs> I want. Please give me it. And you've gone, given so much of it to me. And I, I will say, I'll criticize all of these movies. Every single thing on this list, I will still give a positive, but a, a positive with uh, constructive notes from a place of love. Right, right. Yeah. Uh, I, 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 yeah, I don't know. Uh, Ricky, Ricky. Okay, so uh, Jurassic, the trailer got released when I was working um, in this warehouse. So I had to go find like somewhere to watch it. Um, and I remember being like, I can't watch it on my little shitty, like, I think I had like a, a one of the droid knockoffs at the time. And I was like, I need like to watch it on my work computer. So I put it on and then uh, me and my coworker were watching it and everything about it, the the shark and then, you know, when they eat, like everything was just right. Like, yeah. Yeah. Jurassic world is what it would be like today. Like so immersive and yeah, they would have a little bit more control and more subdued dinosaurs. And then you keep hearing like this weird little piano throughout the whole thing. And then at the end you realize, yeah, you realize it's the John Williams score. And it's like, that's fucking amazing. Um, And then when I watched the movie, my expectations were so fucking high 
that I don't think I allowed myself to really watch it with like any kind of bias. Like I was just like, it's great. It's great from the beginning. Like even like the stuff that was really cheesy, like her being all like, well, I can do what you can do. And she like, takes off her like shoes or whatever. It's like, what the fuck is this? But I'm all for it. Like, it was great. Like the, I liked enough of it. Like I was still on the Chris Pratt bandwagon, like Guardians had just came out and I think Parks and Rec was ending. So I was like, oh, Andy Dwyer, you know? So it had a lot of momentum that I just kept running with. And then when I watched it a few times later, I was like, oh, there are some flaws, but I still, I still really like it. It gave me what I wanted, like a lot more than I thought it was. Um, yeah. And I really liked, the only thing I didn't like, and I think it, it was kind of like a sign of the times because it, it's been happening a lot more in movies, uh, mm -hmm. is that they try to, they try to say like a, some, like a child is autistic without really saying they're autistic because no one really knows what, autism is so when okay. they started talking about like the little brother and the mom's kind of freaking out she's like it's just because he could be so mean to him and like they're giving all these clues that he's not he's kind of on the spectrum and to okay. me i was kind of like you don't have to say that like because he's kind of like timmy in the first movie where he just has all this knowledge and he's really inquisitive you know yeah but like i get what they were doing but like it's something that was just like oh this is gonna be a theme in movies from now on isn't it like mm -hmm. they're gonna go out of their way to like show like an autistic character or you know portray someone with autism and i was just like uh they don't have to like say it like that that was the only thing that kind of rubbed me wrong but for the most part i saw it like yeah six times in the theaters wait what, uh, what's I, wrong with autism i'm sorry i just feel like it was like they don't know how to no one knows how to explain it so in character development it really gets kind of like shuffled gotcha. so where you just kind of see them as like silent geniuses gotcha, you know as gotcha. opposed to explaining the spectrum um, yeah, right, right. yeah, but yeah, and, it was, and Jurassic World was the first movie I saw uh, 4D uh, in uh, oh. the theaters, and it was so fucking cool. Like yeah. when they're in the jungle and the Adonis Rex is over, and you, the guy feels the the blood fall. Like you felt that. Yeah. Like it sprayed you, and that, it made the movie a lot better. Um, mm -hmm. Just for the simple effect that, like, yeah, when you're in the jungle, like it's getting misty, and like, yeah. Uh, that actor, <laughs> that actor who dies in that scene, Brian T. Uh, he's a he's an Asian actor. He uh, he was in the Wolverine. He's been in a couple other things. It's like I like him, and then like he's like doing that, and then he dies. He dies so quick. Like, is, is that just his like Facebook photo? There's like seven uh, <laughs> bullet trigger there. <laughs> yeah. He, uh, okay. I, I was watching the Wolverine and like Brian T, uh, he plays like, like finance minister of Japan, but there's a scene where he's in his underwear and he's just ripped. And I'm like, why did you waste this ripped guy in an action movie doing a non-action role? Like, I don't know. Anyway, that's a side thing. And then he's in Jurassic World and I'm like, oh, that guy. And then he dies. Okay. Can I, can I, yeah. um, I do have one problem with this scene <clears throat> okay this scene should have been the best scene in the movie okay we're talking of course about when i believe it's brian t screams it can camouflage yeah yeah it doesn't really camouflage what does it do it like goes like from a little bit gray to a little bit green or vice versa like it's like, imagine if it went from you didn't realize there was a fucking dinosaur right behind you. Like, right. that's, if you give me that moment in the first half hour of the movie, I'm on board. 
But instead, did you, I say, like, did you like the scene in the ball when they're in the gyro thing, and then they're like, "There's two, three dinosaurs." He's like, no, there's two, and he goes, "There's three. and he points in the back, and you see the fucking anonymous. Re- that scene to me was like. Yeah, was it great. was exactly the same scene with Timmy and Lex. It was just yeah. they were in, up in that plastic. Yeah. I don't know. I loved it. Oh. Yeah. I, th- I thought it was so fucking effective. I don't think dinosaur balls are real. Um, <laughs> what are dinosaur balls? What? Oh, the, those gyrosphere the, things. The gyrospheres oh. that they go into. Oh, yeah, like yeah, the, yeah. The joke of it is like if you're doing comedy or if you're like a screenwriter or like Save the Cat is you can have one unusual thing. So it's like yeah, Spider-Man. Right. You know, it's like, okay, the, the unusual thing is the world that we live in, the science is a little heightened. Or yeah. Jurassic World, the unusual thing is we've discovered this thing. But yeah. then to add more things like, but it's a completely other real world. This looks like CityWalk. It has a Margaritaville. It has a, you know, all this stuff. And then so, uh, it's right. just, uh, it just like, it's, it's not real, and so it's another thing we have to is suspend our disbelief on. Yeah, yeah. That I, I don't think it helped the narrative enough, or the or the action of the scene enough to make us have to even take a minute to understand what it was. Yeah, uh, that, I mean that just reminds me of like when the X Men are in the danger room. It's like I already buy into the mutants and everything, but now they got hologram, like a whole hologram world that they train in. It's just so weird to me. And as an X Men fan, I get, I get it. In the comics, there's so many things that you just have to buy it as all real. But like in 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 the movies or even there, like whatever, it's like I don't buy this extra. I don't buy Batman having a hologram gauntlet. Like, yeah. he needs to, like, check the time on his gauntlet, and it's this hologram thing, like an Arkham Knight or whatever. It's like, so, yeah, I get that. I, um, I, don't, I don't need realism. I don't need it to be the Dark Knight. I need, right. I need what rules you set to be the rules you live by. That's right. Yeah. Right. And so Jurassic World is supposed to be the real world, except for we've made dinosaurs. dinosaurs. Yeah. Right. Um, uh, the, oh, by the way scariest dinosaur to me is the mosasaurus like i am afraid of the deep ocean like i'm afraid and water dinosaurs have scared me since i was a kid i remember when you when you open up those dinosaur books and they always devote like one full two-page spread in a dinosaur book to the deep ocean it is the scariest fucking thing to me when i turn the page now everything's underwater, and you see all the different ichthyosaur and whatever, and uh, it's so scary to me. Did it fuck you up that they found them all on land, though? Because it wasn't the ocean then? Oh, you know, you know how that scares me, especially <laughs> when I was a kid? That scared me because I was like, what if I take a time machine? And this is all hypothetical. I don't know why like you get scared out of your imagination. If I took a time machine far enough back, this place could be underwater and you wouldn't know. So then you just appear underwater and now you're surrounded by uh, water dinosaurs. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I'm getting I'm getting anxiety. I'm getting anxiety right now <laughs> thinking about the threat of water. Old Guard on Netflix? Uh, old guard, oh. yes. Yeah. Okay, so you know why I'm about to just say like that fucking character must be your worst nightmare. Which which character? 
Oh, character. oh, yes, yeah. The, uh, when she's dropped in the ocean. Yeah. 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 That's. Yeah. Oh boy. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like I, I feel like I just connected with you in a way that was very <laughs> deep ocean, and it's not the drowning part; it's everything else. Because, like, the, just a side note: there's a scene in uh, in a Justice League comic where Green Lantern goes underneath the water with Aquaman, and they swim through the water. And Green Lantern's fine because he he has a thing. Problem is, is there's like a huge, uh, huge animal that comes to it's attracted to the light. And it comes to attack him. So, like, Green Lantern does a thing where he, like, covers himself in, like, other, like, animals. And then lets his ring fly off and then come back to him. And, like, so he's without his ring for however long. It's the scariest thing. Deep ocean, man. Oops. Deep ocean. Uh, hey, I you, can't do you it. Know what, you know what movie started in the deep ocean? What? Dante's Peak. No, play. No, what? no, Dante's Oh, I can talk about Dante's yeah. we, We'll talk about Oh, you're talking about Fallen Kingdom. You're talking about Fallen Kingdom. <laughs> right? Oh, yeah, just because, uh, oh, we, we, yeah, we're at 501. Yeah. I want to make sure we get Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so Fallen Kingdom starts off so great. So great. That beginning I'm, scene. I disagree so hard. <laughs> you don't like that beginning scene? <laughs> I, I'll, I'll just say this. I have yeah. so many great feelings about this movie, but this movie took me 15 minutes before I said, you know what? Okay, I understand the movie they're making. I'm on board. Really? It, um, the actors tell, were, tell me. The, the acting was very, very stilted in that scene, and that really hurt the stakes for me. You're talking about like the guy who gets eaten, right? I'm talking about the guys underwater mostly, the guy who gets eaten, the helicopter yeah. less so, but it very much feels like a bunch of day players in a scene that doesn't matter to us um, right. versus the stakes you were talking about. Okay. Because I do think it's a cool scene, and I think the T-Rex part of it is a great scene, and building up to the end is great. But the build up to the beginning... The Mosasaurus again, man! Like, I am so scared! Like I think, I think that scene does build well. I just think it needs another pass in the editing and maybe okay. ADR. Okay, because I, I mean, think the scenes, the scenes that follow that scene, which is just human scenes, are boring as fuck. It's, I told you it yeah. took me fifteen minutes. Yeah, Falling it's like they could have easily been three fucking movies because they tried to put so much into it that was like way around. Right. I Research, hate. Re I, I he's going to come in and say, "I actually just read Colin Trevorrow give a quote about that this week." What? What Not he said this week? He said it, but saying that he wanted to put two movies in the middle, but he just squeezed him into one. Okay. Yeah. Um. I mean, that makes sense. I would have liked the whole movie to be the downfall of the island. I did not like. Oh, let's just now just see a, a, a monster movie in a mansion. Like, if there's one thing that I wanted the least from a Jurassic Park movie is, let's put a dinosaur in a house. Yeah. Like, whose idea was that? Make it like the smartest, the deadliest animal, and then the chase scene is only 15 minutes. Like, I was like, this animal's not that great. Like, right. If, yeah. 
if if there's two movies and one of them is on the island and one of them is about the raptors that got into a fucking mansion and one of the movies costs 180 million dollars and the other one is the 30 million dollar one that goes on hbo max and then right. that builds up <laughs> to the big finale that makes 1.5 billion dollars i am so on board for all of that right right but we didn't need the the raptor in a house no. not even ra multiple raptors no. one raptor in a house and I, a clone I, and a clone well, of a human being a i i that that took me out man like Again, when you're talking, Hunter, about buying into it, I would obviously, like, I would assume that, like, we have the cloning process for dinosaurs. Of course they would clone humans, but I never want to see that in a Jurassic Park movie. That shouldn't have to do with anything. And the end of, like, the girl being like, they're just like me, and opening the gates, I'm like, you idiot. You idiot. They're not just like you. Them. Plot twist, dude. She has the same DNA in them, the same way the Anonymous Rex was able to call on, on the Velociraptors. She's going to call on those dinosaurs in Dominion. Watch. No, dinosaurs she doesn't have dinosaur up, DNA. It's going like, to be like the runaway. She's going to have her trusty pet Velociraptor, yeah. and she's just going to fuck shit up. Watch. She's going gonna to become a whole different movie in that third one. Watch. They're gonna send him into space. We're gonna have space dinosaurs. Space One's dinosaurs. It's like Fast and the Furious. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. Haven't gone to space in Fast and the Furious yet. Yeah, but they're going to. That should be That's the what crossover. That should be the crossover. Yeah. Yeah. Dom has um, to get this T Rex Hunter, into space. Do you have any in depth? Uh, I mean, thoughts about uh, Fallen Kingdom, or is it pretty much what it is? I actually have very different thoughts that are very. Close to some of your thoughts and very <laughs> from some of your other ones. All right. Remember what I said very early on. This might have been even before we got on mic. Yeah. That uh, there have been six Jurassic World movies and only one of the filmmakers has ever wanted to do another one. Okay. Spielberg didn't want to do The Lost World. He handed Jurassic Park 3 over. Yeah. Had no interest in Jurassic World uh, besides producing and story stuff. Right. So by the time we hit this one, the, the franchise is now Colin Trevorrow. Who, Colin Trevorrow who, runs this franchise. Did Colin Trevorrow do Jurassic World and Fallen Kingdom? Colin Trevorrow did Jurassic World. Then off of that, doing well, even though it got fairly bad reviews and you know there were a lot of murmurings that he was impossible to work with yeah he got hired for star wars episode nine okay uh, so they had to hire a new director for the second one we'll come uh -huh. back to jay Bayona. um did so they hired trevorrow also do the short though he did the, the, well, the he, battle he, at big he came back yeah. for that okay 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 so basically beat 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 he got hired to direct Star Wars off of Jurassic World, but he kept his contract to to write Jurassic Park to uh, Jurassic World two. Yeah, he wrote Jurassic World two. J. A. Bayona, who directed films including The Impossible, uh, The Orphanage, and um, oh, uh, what's that monster movie? That's one of the best movies of the last decade, and one of the saddest movies of the last decade. District With, Nine, A Monster Calls. That's what it was. Mm. Oh. Fuck that movie. 
I love that movie so much. It's so she, good. I it's the saddest movie I've ever seen. Um, so that movie and The Impossible are two of the most visually powerful movies I've ever seen. But he's also not the world's best screenwriter. And Colin Trevorrow, I don't think is a good screenwriter at all. So he wrote it. But one of my absolute favorite filmmakers directed one of the best looking, best shot, terribly written scripts I've ever seen. Which is Fallen Kingdom. That shot, like, yeah, Maisie, we don't all like Maisie, but the shot of her in that fucking, uh, what do you call it? Where, she, uh, the, the, where she's behind it's the glass yeah, and, and the raptor appears and it's her face. That's an amazing shot. The brachiosaur shot is an amazing shot. The chaos of running down, like, through all that is so well choreographed. The moment when we think we're getting that T-Rex roar, but it gets destroyed by a literal sonic boom. This motherfucker knows how to make a movie, and he was saddled by a terrible script and what sounds like pretty frustrating working conditions, and he never even thought second chance about going back to the franchise. Yeah. So that's my take on it. The script doesn't work, but the director is so fucking fantastic that I can go back at it and take so much great stuff out of it. Mm. Who's doing Dominion? Trevorrow? Trevorrow, because he got fired from Star Wars. They just said, yeah, right. come back. All right. Um, uh, how do you feel about the dinosaurs being put out into the to the wild into the open public i want it i want i, I want to see yeah. what a new jurassic park movie can be yeah because battle at big rock uh was the short film that they released which is i think really good and way better than than fallen kingdom i'm sorry to to your, it only gives your you 10 minutes you know it only gives you 10 minutes yeah Although, can, can I just jump in? So I didn't rewatch the whole thing today. I thought it was fun. I thought it was fine. I love that fucking Universal logo. It is so cool at the beginning. What, what the Jurassic uh, Park as Universal logo? I forget I forget what it looks like. I'm, I'm having trouble. I just rewatched it, too. Oh. Uh, I, I, I'll, I, can, I can do it. It's, it's, so, it's so good. Oh, you're pulling it up, Ricky? Um, so... Uh, but the first, like the first two, like sections of dialogue are literally just Trevorrow going, "Hey, you're stuck with me, so we should have some fun." Okay. And that Why? What did he say? Oh, because because he's the talking to his family. Yeah. yeah. And, and that that just bums me out because I I want I want everyone to be happy and I want the movies to be great, and I I don't love his vision, and I'd okay. love to see him do work that I connect with more. Yeah. Um, what's going to happen with, oh, oh, no, uh, at the end of Battle of Big Rock, I think what affects the bigger universe, because it's, it's a self-contained story that has to do, is it an Allosaurus? Is that what comes in? Uh, yes. No, I think it's a, oh, is it? I thought it was a T-Rex. Uh, no, I, I just. dinosaurs look the same to me. I, I, I just <laughs> typed it in and the first word that came up was Allosaurus. So. Oh, I just, I just saw the, I just saw the logo and I like that. Okay. I like that. I like yeah. that logo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I, honestly, that's the one thing I was bummed about for Camp Cretaceous was that they didn't bring that back. Oh, yeah, that is a good logo. Um, um, 
the end of Battle of Big Rock that has the found footage of different dinosaurs at different places. Um, I thought was super cool. Yeah. Like the compies chasing the girl, the parasaurolophus office uh, uh, at the river, you know, that's the type I love yeah. that. And that's what I like from lost world. Yeah. So perhaps getting the whole cast back together again and do you know, doing that might be a good way. I hope to finish this off. Because uh, I, I, I kind of want it to be done right now. I want Jurassic Park to be done. Oh, okay. Let, so here, here's one thing I'm going to ask uh, you then, because I think you specifically, because one thing I've discovered in the last, you know, uh, week or two reading, and I think this might change your mind, uh -huh. or at least change your perspective on it. Okay. Reports have come out that during the filming of uh, the second Jurassic World, there's too many of them. There's too many fucking names. Yeah, um, right. Fallen Kingdom. In, in, uh, in Fallen Kingdom, uh, Trevorrow, as an on-set producer, uh, may or may not have started, did start cutting scenes so that he could put them in his movie instead. Into Dominion? Oh. Like, hey, you know what? You know this really cool scene that we've already storyboarded? And the storyboards are out, and I think some of the animatics are out. You know what? It would be really. I think it would work better in my movie. Uh, and so that's, that's the kind. That's of, fucked. But so it, it like filmmaker to filmmaker. Maybe I'm reading it wrong. Maybe it isn't. But I'd be curious to hear your take uh, because you brought it up. But then really both of your takes. What if the third act of a Fallen Kingdom was more about the escape and less about the house? Uh, well, I think that, like, if you're going to explore this, explore it in a new movie, because I think that, like, I wouldn't want to just see Act 3 be the escape and, like, you know, uh, subsequent, you know, problems. That's like a and whole would, new movie. I would, I would ask then this question, because now I'm being a pain in the ass. Uh, yeah. <laughs> wouldn't that second movie just be a countdown to the third movie? I think this if, is my pro this is my problem with Colin Trevor right now reading a lot of his quotes yeah. is he he wasn't interested in the second movie at all. Yeah. He was very excited to have gotten the job to direct Jurassic World and he was very excited by what Jurassic World 3 could be. But he didn't give a but shit about didn't. the middle one. Yeah. And I think you can tell. And so yeah, like that 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 bums me out a little bit because like if it could have been much more a story about this is how we got to where we are versus this is the middle part. Yeah. I think, I think I would have been more into it too. Yeah. I mean, there was definitely mismanagement. <laughs> like, at, like, I don't know. Just, Hey, it could have been a lot better. Uh, and I'm just wants to know what's going on with Timmy and Lex. So every time they're not in one of these newer sequels, I'm like, what's going on with Hammond's grandchildren? Are they okay? Are their yeah. children okay now? You know, uh, and I thought that would have been, I think if I, the third for Dominion, it would just be cool. If Malcolm's going to come back, let's also just have an update on like Settler and Grant. No, and, they are coming back. You know. Malcolm, Sattler, oh. and Grant are all three coming back. Weirdly. Oh, Timmy is acting still. 
Yeah, but, he was just in the Queen movie. Yeah, but Lex is not. Yeah. She's painter now. Good. She's the worst character of any of the movies. I mean, I love her because she's an OG, but she's she's just too much. <laughs> uh, she can she can't turn off a flashlight, but she knows how to rewire and re-network a whole a whole park that's like futuristic and like it's science yeah that was just too i that Bro. was too much they wanted me to believe for that girl she couldn't hit the off button. system <laughs> it's a button she used the same button to turn on the flashlight she could have pushed it down to turn it off <laughs> she is uh hey that's the only part of belief i had to stretch that she was if 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 you have a problem with that sense of disbelief, I have deep issues with Dennis Nedry hitting play on a QuickTime file to talk to the fucking guy on the boat. <laughs> yeah, I'll be yeah. on the boat in that, five minutes. Five minutes. I gotta be fifteen minutes. Just give me five minutes. That's how a Unix system works. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right. So uh, as we wrap up this episode. Um, I want to know your guys's if you guys had just closing thoughts. If you wanted to, in summation, any of your uh, uh, points. I also want to know what your favorite dinosaur is. You know, uh, I just I just want to know. Okay. You know, uh, Ricky, I'll let you I'll let you go first if you want to have it. Not uh, not plugs yet. We haven't gotten to plugs yet, but okay. I'm talking about you and okay. Jurassic Park. Um, I have anything. I. What was the question? Sorry. <laughs> no, just like, do you have any closing thoughts? Do you have any closing thoughts about Jurassic Park you know, that you wanted to get out? Jurassic Park and Terminator 2 are two movies that I watch any, like, at least three times a year. And every time I watch them, I'm very much amazed every single time. And when it got released, re-released for the 25th anniversary in 3D, um, I remember, like... I paid to go watch it, and I was like, oh, why am I doing this? Like, I could have saved the money. But watching it in 3D, I was still like, no, this fucking movie needs to be seen, like, on the big screen. Like, by anybody who loves it. Like, you have to get that full effect. And even if you don't, like, on, you know, USA at 9 a.m., it's still a great movie. Yeah. Um, and it's one of my favorites. And the best dinosaur out of all of them is the little, uh, the one with the things, the one that kills Nedry. Dilophosaurus. Yeah, because... Yeah, because till this day, like that sound, the rattling sound, like it gives me a shiver. Like, yeah, even in the ride, when it, you see it and it shoots the water at you, like you still kind of like shake a little bit. So, yeah. Oh, can, yeah, can Jurassic I? Park. When, when I talk, I am going to have to mention the ride because that's the one Jurassic Park thing that yeah. does matter. Yeah. Uh, that, that we yeah. haven't hit. Uh, yeah. But I want to let him finish first. No, I mean, no, is Ricky done? I am, okay. uh, yeah, I'm done. Oh, so uh, I used to have a universal pass. Still do, technically. The world exists. Um, yeah. Last year, <laughs> last year, I was stalking the new Jurassic Park ride for opening because I knew it was opening soon. Um, but they kept delaying it, and I was doing my thing. Um, I'm persistent. It's really annoying. And so <laughs> finally word came out that they were really going to try really fucking hard to get the ride open on the 4th of July as a as a test just to say we have done a test the ride is open like even like days before they were still like carrying around like giant tubs of water just to make sure it wouldn't crash and shit it was a it was a, 
it was a mess and like there's I, I've heard heavy rumors that that ride is not finished um, but I love so much of it and I love and I grew up on the earlier ride yeah but I was going to be on that fucking ride the first day it fucking opened yeah <laughs> So I was down at fucking Universal on the 4th of July. It's packed. It's a mess. I'm a swamp. My fucking phone is dying. Finally, the day's fucking over. And I'm like, all right, I can't fuck it. It's, it's not happening. I get it. There's huge crowds because I'm not the only person who knows of this. But it's clearly, like, not going to happen. So Universal Hollywood is 17 fucking escalators. I go all the way up to City Walk. It's 7... At 7 p.m. exactly, having just sat down with a plate, filling my stomach with Panda Express, <laughs> I get the text. And I sprint that fucking half mile. Yeah. And I get in that fucking line with a cell phone under fucking 15% and a line of like two and a half hours. And nothing to do but stand there quietly and watch the videos because I can't do anything else because my phone's going to explode. Yeah. And so I got on the ride. The ride was amazing, but it was the 4th of July. And so there are little moments where you could see the fireworks fucking going through. Oh. On That's my first cool. time on the ride. So I was I was really into that. And I just... I the the old ride I think is better, but like the new ride has a lot of really cool shit, including the most. Okay. Um, oh, oh, ah! yeah, yeah right. that's the main part of it, Dimitri. Is it? Is it really? It's like one of the, it's like one of the beginning like yeah. segments. Is that? Is it re really though? It, are you on a water and you see the mosasaurus pop up? Oh, you're you're driving through like you know Free Willy when they walk through and you can see the whales on both sides. It's like yeah, that. see the. <laughs> them swimming and like, then the glass crack starts cracking and they spray water on you yeah no 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 okay it, they spray water on you sometimes but what they what they do is they have the mosasaur go over you and give you a huge splash so okay. we're going we're going <laughs> i'm gonna go on the ride i love it and uh okay it's just mosasaurus is too scary for me I, I, oh man, underwater, ah, okay, anyway, um, so, uh, Hunter, oh, yes. uh, yeah, sorry. what, what <laughs> yeah. is your, what is your favorite dinosaur? Favorite dinosaur, uh, T-Rex, uh, and yeah. specifically that one, um, yeah, the, I, 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 and I feel like that's part of why I do have more of an emotional connection rather than just, you know, some kids saw it when they were six and were like, oh, like there's yeah, yeah that's a character. Um Yeah. Uh, you like that specific yes. T-Rex, the queen, right? Uh yeah. 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 I think uh unofficially called Rexy has a I think I forget the uh, the, the name they had on set. Okay. That. No, no. Um Yeah. Yeah, and what was the other question I? Uh no, I mean just your closing closing thoughts mm -hmm. about Jurassic Park. I mean, you're it, you're it's really big to you, it's really important to you. I mean, yeah. Uh, again, I come into this show every time being like, I know the most out of anyone, teach me something new. And you've come in and you've, uh, taught me a lot of new shit. So, uh, thanks so much for that. No, I, I, I read too much bullshit in the middle of boredom times. Um, yeah. no, it's, it, it's, 
there there are so many angles you can attack and like one day i'd love to like fucking like honestly like write a book on it like a chapter on adaptation a chapter on cgi versus puppetry versus but like all that really interesting stuff and i think it's even more cool because people acknowledge there are flaws people won't say indiana jones has flaws or star wars has flaws but yeah i'll, I'll call jurassic park a flawed masterpiece and let's talk about why that makes it even cooler <laughs> yeah uh maybe it's the meta commentary maybe they're saying yeah. that like Maybe the Jurassic Park franchise is just like the genetics of the dinosaurs in it, where they have to mix little things in and it's never going to be perfect. You know, the dinosaurs aren't really dinosaurs. Have you heard that theory where they're like, the dinosaurs aren't technically dinosaurs. They're just human approximations of what we think dinosaurs were by the mixing. I'm pissed that they didn't do that (laughs) because that was a major part of the first book. That was a like a major theme of the first book. And honestly, the stupid the, the thing that everyone complains about is like, oh, raptors would add fur. Literally just say that. Just say yeah. that's the truth. This these aren't real dinosaurs. We are making this from dinosaur DNA. Congratulations. Right. You caught <laughs> us. And right. then cool. Uh, no one will complain about that ever again. Yeah. That it, I mean yeah. <laughs> I'd like to imagine there's somebody in the background of Jurassic park in in continuity that their job is shaving the velociraptors they're like we got to get this to what the people want the people don't don't want want to fly away brad we got to make sure they stay grounded and they're just shaving (laughs) they're shaving the dinosaurs well in jurassic park 3 the 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 ones with feathers are male so it's like well we 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 gotta shave yeah (laughs) yeah well jurassic world they talk about how these dinosaurs are what like what the people want so they kind of touch on it they kind of touch on that like people they don't want dinosaurs they want monsters right right yeah i i just think like if you use that one line of exposition of no these are not technically velociraptors these are our velociraptors right oh and that's why you own them that's why you can own them as a corporation yeah, and, and if you say that in, in that first scene with Wu in Jurassic World, that fixes the biggest plot hole in the entire franchise, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah. Uh, by the way, B.D. Wong is so underrated. B.D. Wong does good work, and yeah. with Jurassic Park, he doesn't get that chance to like shine that much. But like, he's so good, B.D. Wong. He's the same fucking character in, in Gotham, like when he plays Jeremiah Arkham. or uh, Not Jeremiah, Ar- Hugo Strange. Yeah, Hugo, Hugo Strange. Strange. He plays a really good Hugo Strange. Whenever you see him and there's like a science, you know he's going to be like the bad one. Yeah. 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 Well, um, he, he has that vibe of like that doctor you see and you don't trust, but you're not sure why yet. But yeah, like yeah. even in 1993, when it wasn't in the script. Yeah. yeah. Like in, in 1993, he was just scientist number two. Yeah. Well, he was uh, given a name, right? Wasn't he given no, a name? Yeah, he was. He was. He was Doctor Wu, and he was like a combination of these four doctors. And Gennaro was a combination of these three guys. Yeah. And again, that's adaptation is fascinating to me because yeah. if you take the lawyer out, but you keep the scientist, it's a different movie. Yeah. Yeah. Um, thank you guys so much for coming on the show. It's been awesome talking to you guys yeah. about the Jurassic Park franchise. 
Uh, before we do get going, if you guys want to tell us uh, out loud what your social media is and uh, where we can find you, if you got any plugs about what's to come. Uh, I know it's quarantine time, but like, I don't know, different people are working on different things. Uh, Ricky, uh, what do you what do you got? Where can we find you? What do you got coming up? Uh, all right. So right now my Instagram is under construction because I'm going to rebrand it. Uh, Ooh. So it's still it's still I B Ricky letter I letter B Ricky. It's also my Twitter handle. Again, uh, getting started on a rebranding because I'm 30, so now I got to put pictures of food and live, laugh, love. So I got to get rid of all my ratchetness. Yeah, yeah, I'm now in the triple X stage, so I got to be more calm yeah. and cool. Uh, yeah, you used to you used to be uh, Velocir Ratchet, <laughs> am I right? Yeah. <laughs> 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 They used to call me Trex. At, they used to call me T-Rex at work because I they would put stickers on my back and my hands were too little to get them Really? Off. Yeah. Really? Absolutely. Yeah. Like my locker would say Trex. Oh. Uh, there, was a, there was a girl at work at TGI Fridays when I used to work there. Uh, I didn't say this, but it was, it. I mean, it was kind of true. The guys called her Yoshi because she would, whenever she would walk, she would walk forward. She would have like a forward tilt. To her uh, walk. Do eggs at people. No, that was weird. That's <laughs> well, weird. That, I that brand the nickname. <laughs> yeah, I, I just think like they said Yoshi, but like yeah, I mean Velociraptors have that forward kind of walk to them. I have so a double like, jointed pinky, right? And when one time I was like, when I get nervous, it taps. And oh. one time my history teacher was like, "What's up with your with your raptor claw?" And I was like. <laughs> Hey, Dick, I'm sensitive about my deformities. <laughs> like, <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Hunter, it's your first, yes. uh, it was your first time on the show. Thank you so much for coming. Uh, you, you came for... highly, you came highly recommended uh, and you did not disappoint. So thank you for that. I'm so sorry. Um, <laughs> so I'll, I'll throw two quick plugs up. Um, I've been hosting a show for just about, seven years now uh our seven year anniversary is going to be next month every friday uh used to be a live show live doesn't exist anymore um yeah. we moved over to the twitch uh and people are still submitting videos so we're still doing it um so uh it's a show called go sketch yourself it's on the pack theater twitch that's every friday at midnight and uh you can, I'm sure, find it through my social medias. Uh, also, in three, no, four and a half hours, there's a show called Dark Matters on the same Pack Theater Twitch stream. And I'm going to pitch this show very briefly. It is a late night, creepy drive time sort of podcast talk show where sometimes fake bullshit happens and sometimes very real bullshit happens. Sometimes it's we call people in New Zealand to see how they're dealing with COVID. Sometimes it's uh, there are strange guests who pro provide sex tapes for us. This is a <laughs> it was an, it was an audio tape where it was like you know it was an audio sex tape. It was very interesting. And yeah. so this week we have all the controversies with Donald Trump going on, obviously. Yeah. But also. For the last few weeks, we've been dealing with a character who I'm not a host of the show. I am uh, the host of the after show, uh, but I'm a part of the show. And yes, uh, it's become this it's, it's, a, it's become this thing where uh, a person called the Tooth Man 
has been sending us creepy emails through a uh, server. Okay. Including to me, including to my own private email address that's hard to find. Yeah. So we don't know how real or fake this is. Okay. And, like, I genuinely do not know the answer to this. I have my guesses, but I don't know. And I'm, like, at fucking the show's at 10, at 11, I come on as the host, and I am terrified of the email I'm going to get. It's, he keeps sending us creepy pictures of teeth and stuff. It's fascinating. Oh, I knew a guy that had an obsession with teeth. No, I'm playing. <laughs> okay. I, I, it's, it's, it's so weird. It's so delightful. Um, uh, but it's such a fun show. It's, a, it's got such a great tone. Like the, the way I always pitch it is I once did a show where I was a character named Nosferatu covered almost head to toe in white face paint and blood and teeth and shit. And I was doing my makeup backstage next to an actual 83-year-old uh, priest preparing for an exorcism by dicking around on his phone. <laughs> it's a right. weird show. And yeah. if you got anything out of me... You might want to see. <laughs> all right, all right. I might right. check it out. It's just so weird that it. It sounds it really could, enticing. Nice. It could work. Yeah, it, <laughs> I'm. I'm a fan. Um, yeah. But thank you so much for having me on this. Obviously, yeah. you can tell. E- even when I'm in disagreement, I I enjoy like the discourse of like, essentially how this shit gets made and why yeah. it does and doesn't work. Yeah. Even if that's not a bad or good thing. Yeah. Um, um, I mean, yeah, like it or love it. Like, I'm still going to watch Jurassic Park stuff. I, yeah. you know, it's just, uh, I got to I got to do it. Just like I'm going to watch every X-Men movie, regardless of whether it's good or not. Like, I just have to. There's certain, like, there's a loyalty that I have to certain franchises where I'm like, unless they literally kick me in the teeth, I will stick with them, you know? Yeah. So. Has one? Uh, I'm trying to think of one that I've given up on. Uh, a franchise I gave that up I've on Star I, Wars. I did not give up on Star Wars. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think. There's bound to be a franchise that I've. Well, there's the I'm, difference between "fuck you" up. and "I'm bored." Right. Like yeah. I'm watching a show now. I'm bored of it. I'm not yeah. saying "fuck you" to it. Yeah. 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 Again, I, I saw X Men Dark Phoenix. Like I knew, how many times? I saw it once in theaters, and that was it. I I just was like, I need to watch it. I need to get it out of the way. That is what it is. Wait, um, did you see New Mutants too? I didn't, but I but that's mostly because of quarantine and not having a theater to go to. Fullerton uh, yeah. is open, and so is Brea. What? All of Orange County theaters are open. I don't want to go to the theaters though. That's the oh, thing. I am going to risk it for Tenet tonight. I, okay. I, I, I do want to see Tenet. I do. I, I mean, honestly, like, I, I like bad movies, so I wanted to see New Mutants. But then, like, when I started hearing, like, oh, there's actual, like, racism shit in this fucking thing, it's like, well, I don't want to just, you know, go and fucking shit watch a movie, like, just to be like, oh, you had a Native American great representation character, and you cast the wrong fucking person because, I don't know, you like this kid more? Uh, yeah, I mean, I have, I have problems with certain casting of New Mutants, given, I, okay, this, this is my X-Men, uh, shelf, uh, I have another shelf of comics 
even bigger, but X-Men is a big majority, or uh, at least as far as category-wise, it ticks up a lot. Anyway, the point being is, New Mutants, to me, that's a whole different thing. They did a couple things wrong, at least from the casting, but that's a whole other story. Yeah. I do need to watch it, though. I, mean, I need I, to watch I, it. I, I, I want to watch it. I'm curious about it. But again, I, there's something so weird and fascinating, and I know I'm still talking. I'll just end it on that. There's so something so fascinating that they started making that movie before Me Too, and now they've made a movie that looks like you made it in fucking 2014. Yeah, yeah. It's so because they did. Yeah, uh, it's because I mean it's been in yeah it's been in develop like in I mean it was. All the actors are like five years older than they were. Like, yeah, they it's couldn't so weird. Same with that yeah. fucking Tom Holland movie that's coming out, the Chaos Walking one. Like, it's been in post production for like ever. Really? Okay. Yeah, it was yeah. supposed to come out like last year, and they, he filmed okay. it like right after the first Homecoming. Like, yeah. Um, thank you guys so much for coming on the show. Uh, for those of you guys who are listening or watching. Uh, if you're watching us on Twitch, click follow. Help us out. Uh, we got BCL Aries that just subscribed or resubscribed again. Uh, uh, actually, to get to tier one. Is tier one the first tier or the third tier? I can't. I, I don't know. Is that the top tier? Anyway, point being is thank you so much, BCL Aries, for doing that. I know you guys are our number one fan, so thank you. Uh, if you're listening to this on a podcast, you're listening to this either on Apple Podcasts, uh, SoundCloud or Spotify. Thank you so much for that. Please uh, like, give us a review, hopefully five stars out of five, ten stars out of ten, whatever that perfect score is. Uh, we'd appreciate it. Uh, if you're a fan of memes and that sort of thing, we, we have an Instagram at The Keeg Show. we got a Twitter at The Keeg Show. And we have a Facebook page, uh, facebook.com slash The Keeg. So you can keep track of us there. This is The Keeg Live where we talk about a new geek topic every single geek week. Next week's topic most likely will be something, uh, but I have yet to release what the topic is. Uh, it might uh, be a part two based on a topic that we've done previously. What's up, Hunter? I was just going to say, as someone who has reached this point in the show and tried to figure out how much to lie about how much we have prepared for next week, yeah. this is my favorite part. <laughs> yeah. Uh, sometimes, sometimes I have the topic all figured out, and sometimes... <laughs> it, it, it's a lot. I got to schedule a lot for this. But uh, yeah. th that's the Keeg Live every Saturday at 3. We do a, the Keeg back where we hang out, shoot the shit, play some games. That's on Friday nights at 9 p.m. This Friday, we are uh, playing a new app uh, made by a, uh, a friend of mine called Game Apart. Game Apart is an app that you can play on Zoom, and you play games over Zoom through that kind of like house party but this one just goes straight up to zoom no third application needed uh that's this friday and then uh every sunday so tomorrow next sunday uh we are playing call of cthulhu for our show called adventures into darkness it's our rpg show so if you like watching rpgs like critical role and such uh watch our show it's spooky it has a horror slash noir slash pulp theme to it where we fight monsters and we uh hopefully uh don't fight each other but you know who knows who knows what happens uh that's adventures into darkness every sunday at 3 p.m either way thank you so much ricky thank you so much hunter uh for coming on the show i know we started late thank and we're you. ending late uh but thank you for sticking around once again i'm your host Dimitri pereira and this has been the keeg live take care guys
Tamo bom.